I'll slowly welcome everyone to the Dungeon Boys podcast. Welcome to this week's recording to of Dungeon Boys. Uh, we are still recording our playthrough of Curse of Strahd. We took a break from the main story to do this, to add Zenith back to the crew. Maybe he'll be able to, if we continue this, this, uh, this format, he'll be able to continue forward in the, in the main crew, uh, for season two, uh, as things change. But hopefully Bryce will be making his way back to the microphone because I'm about to say that, hello, welcome to Dungeon Boys. My Maybe name is Ken, back. and I your DM. And I'm Bryce, playing as Jericho, the shape-shifting wild man. I'm Zenus, playing as um, Dermon, the tabaxi rogue cleric. Did I, did I miss my cue? I'm trying to get my headphones straight. You're, it's, it, it, it's come time. Hey, this, you're, this, you're, is, this, is, this is Josh. I'm playing Reginald, the Ort fighter. All right. Bryce, when you started up and you said uh, Jericho, the shape, I thought you were going to finish the word shapely. The shapely <laughs> swashbuckling <laughs> ranger. Nah. Um, but no. That's Does anybody want to recap what we did last week together on this year podcast and Twitch stream? We defeated all of the enemies. Or maybe you did. the week before I died so much. You that was a week before, yeah. You didn't die at all last, this week. You got to use your special invisible abilities in the dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my my one ability that sets me apart from anything else. Like, otherwise, got- I am a much weaker fighter than a fighter. And a less <laughs> stealthy rogue than a rogue. But I can't... Everybody works out in the dark. Everybody talks trash about rangers, but I think there's value there yet. They just gotta find it. Just gotta find it. Somewhere in the woods. Uh, but yeah, last week you started off, you cleared a printing press room in the Wizard of Wine's winery. Uh, you all stole bottles of ink that was made from wine, interestingly enough. Um, and then you made your way down to the basement. You cleared out the basement of druids and blights. Uh, and you ensured that there were at least three uh, barrels of wine left in the winery, uh, and you made your way outside to uh, Damien Martikov, where you had a conversation that went in what way? Uh, if I remember right, old D-Mart said, um, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, we still don't have our stones. Um, and then uh, there, was a, there was talk of a reward, perhaps, but we had already rewarded ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we unrewarded ourselves. Yep. By lying. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody, can someone walk me exactly through how that went, that took place? Because I'm, I'm just remembering the uh, kind of seedy conversation that went on to somehow, I remember somehow See, Damian Mardikov was more impressed with you at the end. He had He's like, heard more happy with you pay us he mentioned that he had a large stash of gold and we went and had ourselves a little group huddle and we were like hey uh we got that large stash of gold already this all coming from Derman, and then we decided maybe we should sneak it back in or possibly just lie out through our teeth and tell him that we found it on one of the bodies (laughs) 
which is what we did. So we and gave you gave it back. it back to him? Yes. Yep. All of it. Perfect. Does anybody remember how much gold that was? Because I don't have it written down right uh, here. It was like 270 and 250 or something like that. It was all of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back in. There was some Electrum. I'll go back in. Yeah, it was like 250 Electrum or something like that. And 270 yep. something. It was a hefty stack of Give gold. Did he? Yeah, it was 50 gold pieces and 270. It was 50 gold pieces and 270, um, yeah, pieces of Electrum, uh, which looks like uh, it has Strahd's face on it. I'm going to try this, guys. I'm going to try Did it. We ever stand back. Did we, we, we returned the gold, and then he decided to reward us with even more gold. Yep, that's how it works. He did. That's exactly he what did. happened. Yeah. Yep. Did we ever actually get that gold? I do not remember getting that gold. No, you guys didn't. We're going to get inside. Um, so is there anything you guys want to do or talk to him on your way back in or inside the winery before you go to sleep for the night? Did we, did we decide that? I think we already did that because I think I ended with asking for them to see if they could find my crossbow bolts while we slept. Okay, yeah. So let's just say as it, whenever you get back inside, uh, Damien Martikov says he, uh, he, you know, once you get back inside, he says, well, I have considered uh, giving you a reward for your help here in clearing the winery here. I want you to take all of all of these, uh, these golden electrum back. You have out, you have earned it, and I it, I will actually say it is maybe a down payment on the help that you will hopefully get our magical gems back. Uh, and then he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out uh, ten more gold pieces, and he says, "I also have this ten gold uh, that I carry on my person. I would like for you all uh, to have as well. Again, to add to my down payment, that hopefully you will return our gems." And we will be making uh, more gold in the future. I mean, he's got some nice shoes too. I mean, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, man, I like the shoes. <laughs> we thank you for your gold, sir. You you are very welcome, very welcome. Thank you for helping us to reclaim our winery. Yeah, you have proven yourselves not only be uh, friendly faces here in Barovia, but to be quite the enemies of the Devil Strad. Yeah, and you mentioned a um, a down payment of sorts. Um, can you can you elaborate a bit on um, what what it is you'd have us uh, you'd have us do? I know we need to get the stones back and all, but um, just want to know what we're getting into here. Um, very well. let let me uh remind. I believe we spoke about this before. You went inside to clear the winery. Let me uh refresh you there are three magical gems that allow us to make wine here in the winery in the wizard of wines winery uh many years ago my bumbling son erwin uh was out in the in the vineyard canoodling with his lover when he was supposed to be on the night watch and it was that very evening that the gem we used to make our most delicious, our most decadent, our most rich vine, the Champagne de l'Estampe. That gym was stolen that night. I still blame him. And to be honest, it's why we speak very little anymore. I blame him and he denies it to this day. 
But we had the other two stones. We had the other two stones to make our two other wines. But uh, a few weeks ago, Baba Lisaga, uh, from across the way, an evil wretch of a woman, uh, she sent her skeleton, her scarecrow constructs to our winery and attacked us. And I believe that they found one of the gems there. So I believe that at least one of the gems is in possession of Baba Lisaga to the east. Now, wait and a then also... Wait, where did, where wait, did Druids come in? Well, if you would let me... F- it's dark, and I'm sure you're very tired. If you would let me finish, you can go to sleep. Obviously, I've told you about two gems. Obviously, the third one is coming next, sir. Yeah, Reginald is like, this is like severe head scratching going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I want to take that moment to, you know, prod your your low intelligence orc. Um, um, real quick, Dermon is the one who grabbed the gold and Electrum back and is just like counting and rifling through it all. Perfect. Um, and yes, the druids. The druids, are, they are from Yester Hill to the south. And they are not connected to Baba Lisaga, as far as I know. These druids, they worship the Devil Strad. Uh, and they have been attacking the winery for, just like Baba Lisaga, for several weeks. Uh, but normally we can fend them off, but they have decided something something has pushed them to, to come in greater force. Uh, and they have decided to come. And I believe that it was them who, who dug up the final gem, the last one we had to produce the vine. And they bore it back south to Yester Hill. This is the closest one I believe you can find. If you can find us the gym from Yester Hill, uh, the Wizard of Vines Vinery can limp along and survive. Of course, I would prefer if we could have at least the two we have been accustomed to having, both of our magical gems back. But it will be quite the journey to Babali Saga, and I cannot ask you to put every, all of your, your mini tasks and objectives on hold uh, for our winery, but I can tell you that if you will get the gym back from Yester Hill and the Druid for us, there are yet secrets about this land uh, that I can reveal to you. We shall consider it. The revelation of secrets is... uh... Certainly something we'd be interested in. But I have a keen interest in one thing that I've, for some reason, neglected to find in this uh, town of yours. Do you have a map of the surrounding area by any chance? A map of all of Barovia? Preferably, or even just a local map would be nice. That's a good one. Mm, Let me... Let me check. Uh, and he goes to, um, he like walks up the stairs and you can hear him rifling around for, for a few, th- or rifling around through a few things. Um, uh, and he comes back down and he does provide you with a ratty old map. Oh, um, and, and in that, uh, and on that map, I'm going to show you what that map sh- says. Um, but there are a few things I'm going to give you. Essentially, I'm going to take a picture of the map that's in the book of the game. That'll work. Um, you guys can mark it up, I guess, as you see fit. 
shoot, I hate when I do that on my stupid phone. It doesn't register that it's being turned sideways. But I'll give you, and there will be some things that actually aren't on the map that you're being given, but we can deal with that as you have questions. You know what I mean? Yeah, that works. And all these these maps are labeled with letters, and I can tell you what those letters stand for as you ask, or I can tell you, hey, you don't get to know what that letter stands for. Um, you know, yada, yada, yinka. Okay. So, incoming map. Now we got to go find this yada, yada, and do battle. Yes. Also, welcome to the stream, Tef. Thank you for being here. Um, if you will look on the far left of the map, the far west, there is a clearing... Um, with a circle with the letter w, w right to the northwest of the word Spalich Woods. That is where you currently are. We're looking for uh, the let me know what, W? Yeah, it's very small. Very small W. If you look in the oh, far left it. of the map, the far west, there's a, st- a strand of forest to the northwest of that is a clearing. That's where the Wizards of Wine is, Wines is. Got it. Okay. Um, and then he points to the map and he says, here, you'll I see this momentarily. Okay. I'll explain the map to, he's, he's essentially, he's, um, talking, telling this to Jericho. Um, so Jericho, you can help move that or you can help them with the map later on. He says here, Jericho, uh, you see this path that leads from the winery to the South. Uh, the, the point there, which he points to the point that has the, Y on it to the southwest of the winery. He says, This is Yester Hill. This is where we believe that the magical gem has been born. Okay. I see. And, uh, all right. Yeah. This makes a lot more sense. Uh, These twisting, winding roads have been throwing me off since I got here. I cannot imagine being thrust into this into the land of Birovia without any uh, directional help. Uh, hopefully, this map will serve you well. Uh, thank you very much for it. Uh, oh no, wait, this is out of character. Is K? Is that a uh, Castle Ravenloft? K K K. Let me see. Let me see. I said the crossroads. K is Castle Ravenloft. Yes. K is Castle Ravenloft. Okay. Is okay. I see it. Is I whereabout we saw that uh, gallows that people saw different things on? Let me. Let me. Doop, 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 doop. Sorry, I can zoom in on it. Um, that would probably be F because it was it was at the crossroads of the Sir Pool. Yeah, F. F. F is dang Bryce. Nice, nice memory. F is where you saw the gallows. Okay. Then we got to that little bend that gets real close to G, and that's where I descended the hill. Yeah, that's where you went through the forest to find, um, what's her name? Yeah. Madam Eva. And then where that dotted line path by G meets that bridge is where we crossed, uncrossed, and camped. That's where you met, that's where you met, um... Strahd. Yeah, Strahd. You know, the the guy that the whole thing's named after? (laughs) The cursed fellow. Yeah. Fing, fingy, fingy, bite, bite. <laughs> but what is... Did we, cr- we had to have crossed through B. What was that? Those are the gates. The big gates you guys cr- crossed through. Oh, There's a matching yeah. one on the far right. There's a matching B on the far right. Okay. But where we first entered this area, yeah. 
this is this is awesome podcast listening for you listeners at home. I hope that you're able to picture this map, <laughs> the, all these different points. You are not yeah, able to picture this map. You should have not been us on the live stream. But I understand what you're doing um, because I think it's cool that you would go back and be marking the different things that you've seen. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important. Let's let's call it. This map is mostly blank except for the words that are written on this one. Um, and so for you to, for you to know where something is, you'd have to have it marked on the map or at least have someone have told you where it is. Um, and we'll say if you want to go somewhere you haven't been and you have the map and you ask someone for directions, you can like maybe have a less likely chance of being, uh, you know, waylaid on your way. Sweet. So real quickly, you ha- you see Velaki there. So N is Velaki. In the very like the very middle underneath uh, Lake Zarovich, yeah. yeah, and around that bend past O, but before you get to N, that's where we were looking down off of like a cliff or whatever. Oh uh, no! So O would be the the windmill that you went to. Okay, and that was right where you were looking down, kind of off the off the cliff. If you can see the topographic lines on there and how you're kind of going downhill at that point. Yeah, I didn't know if that was continued through the trees or what yeah i think it does okay and i'm doing my best to communicate you know the top the topography of this area as we've been talking so the map may not match exactly what i've been saying seems but pretty it, good it, so far it's, it's just good. very difficult to picture in your mind all right zenus have you returned yeah i'm here okay you guys quickly i'm gonna shut my door i'm gonna stand up for 10 seconds Quick, while he's gone, do things. Yeah. (laughs) Things. I don't want Gilmore Girls coming into our stream. Ew. Ladies. Okay, guys. So you now have a map. Damien Mardikov bids you good night. And you guys can take a rest unless you have further questions for him. Uh, I I would like to ask him before we bed down. Hey, um... Good, good, sir. Have you have you ever ever encountered whatever this is? And I, I want to take the the staff or whatever that the thing was um, that was um, all the needle blights were were afraid of, or at least they oh were, yeah uh, yeah kind of put yeah, off. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. Good good call. Very smart. Yeah. I'm going to go to the uh, Damien Martikov is uh, though you may not know it yet is a a learned man. Uh, an experienced man. Oh. And if I can find the Godforsaken list of the items in this game. It is Forsaken. Here it is. Uh, Damien Martikov says, Ah, it seems that you have uh, found what is called a Gulthias staff. Yeah, you what now? It is a Gulthias staff. It is made from the branch of a Gulthias tree, and there is only one in Barovia, and it lives on Yester Hill. Uh, this this staff, uh, it will cause all of the blights of the world. You see, these blights you have been warring against in my winery, these blights, they gain their life from the Gulthias tree on Yester Hill. 
And this staff, being a part of the tree, allows its wielder to not be attacked by divine blight. Because divine blight, or the twig blight, or the tree blight, or the thorn blight, and all the blights, they do not want to harm themselves. They do not want to harm where they come from. So they will not harm the wielder of a Gothias staff. But this staff also can be wielded as a weapon. And it is known that if you hit your enemy with this weapon, it will deal damage, of course, as it is a staff. But also, you can use it. As you're explaining all this, I'm like shaking the staff, smelling the staff. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be the connoisseur of the staff. It is said that your staff can this this staff can make it make it an enemy go mad to develop a madness for a short term. Um, that also so let's I'm just going to tell you what it does. The staff can be wielded as a magic quarter staff on a hit. It deals damage as a normal quarter staff, and you can expend one charge to regain a number of hit points equal to the damage dealt by the weapon. Each time a charge is spent, red blood oozes from the staff's pores. And you must succeed. Oh, no, excuse me. He said the wrong thing. It is said that if you arm an enemy with your staff, you can take some of its life force. But it is also said that if you are not wise enough, you may go mad for wielding it. Um, So you must succeed on a DC 12 wisdom saving throw or be afflicted with short-term madness. Um, So there you go. I'm I'm holding it at arm's length, like it's so all good to know. It's very good information. It's a powerful weapon for sure. It will aid you in your journey to Yester Hill, I would imagine. But it 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 needs uh, a wise man to uh, to wield such a thing, and uh, wise I am not, Reginald. As with any magical items. It takes a certain amount of wisdom and attunement to the world to be able to wield its power. Right. Still holding it at arm's length. I just want to like walk over to the corner of the room and just just lie down and try to take that nap now. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright. Not to sound ungrateful, but it would have been quite helpful if you had let us know about the whole blighted tree on the hill would allow us to wipe out all the vine blights at one go. I met a rather dismal end several times in that vineyard, waiting for my friends to rescue me. Well, do, uh, Jericho, I, I mean, I, I did not get exactly have a t- enough time to give you a full briefing. And also... If think of my position, you are three strangers coming and claiming that you are going to help me clear my winery, but I do not know you from Adam's house, cat. I do not know if I can trust you. I do not know if I can if you are just here to steal my gold or to burn down my winery. Maybe you are just agents of Strahd. So, in an effort to test you and your trustworthiness. I did not give you all information to see if you could handle yourself, to see if you could succeed uh, without succumbing to all the different things. Dying. It's called dying, which I did, by the way. Well, you seem to be not not so much worse for the wear now. Yeah, got over it. From across the room, Reginald turns turns back to the group, and he's he's 
talking real loudly towards you. Not to mention he was the one that stormed off marching towards the place anyway. Well, I wasn't. Yes. I didn't get the explanation that there was going to be multiple enemies coming up out the ground. Well, that was part of the adventure. Well, there was no real way I could have known they would attack you in such such a way as that exactly. Yeah, you you, you just got to let me get my whining out. I'm just I'm just pissed. It'll be all right at the end. Well, I have had enough for the evening. I am going to bed again. Do not mistake my this conversation for a lack of gratitude for what you have done for me. All three of you have served me well, and you have absolutely proven at least your trustworthiness that you are not an agent of Sarad trying to destroy our winery. Now, if you can succeed on Yester Hill and bring back a gym, there will be more secrets and more information in store for you, I can assure you. Excellent. Good night, both, all three of you. Uh, shall we sleep in the room with the bunk beds? That will be fine. And uh, speaking of those, are there children normally around here? Yeah, so some of the people in the woods were actually children. Um, you saw several people... Uh, did I just hear a cat? I think that was Josh going, oh. Yeah, that was me going, oh. Yeah, I forgot I about that. I thought I heard him meow. So, yeah, he's not the only one here. His whole his whole family is here. He's actually got several family members here um, that you haven't had time to make introductions to. Uh, but there are a couple kids. Um, another one of his sons live here. So you'll actually be sharing a room with some children. Okay. I, I was under the impression it was just, like, the dude and, like, some workers. No, huh? here, I'll go ahead and we'll say that you make some introductions that evening um, just for the sake of being thorough, and you probably would. You guys are all, you know, pretty talkative, talkative yeah. Tommies, chatty Cathy's. Um, let me go ahead and find... Um, let's see. So his group includes the following people. He has... There's Davian in the group, obviously. Adrian, his eldest son. Elvir, his youngest son, Stefania, his adult daughter, Dag Tomescu, or in Dag Tomescu, Stefania's husband. All right. Um, and Stag or Dag and Stefania uh, have four children: uh, a teenage son named Cla- Claudio, uh, two young boys named Martin and Vigo, and a baby girl named Yolanda. Okay, cool. We will all send them Christmas cards, and as you should. And I hate to be on this map so much, but can you tell me what P and R are real quick? P and R, that's Parks and Recreation Department. That is the people who uh, control all the fun stuff. Are they, you know, sign you up for baseball teams? And stuff. Oh, okay, I'll just write that down. Just kidding. P is just a crossroads. You haven't really dealt much with that. There's not a whole lot special there. As long as it's kind of like that gallows area. There's not a lot going on there. We passed through there to get to where we are now, though, right? It's called the Luna River Crossroads. Okay. And was R anything special? I think we fast-traveled through that. Yeah, we pretty much did. R was Raven River Crossroads. Okay. Sounds like something you need a ticket for and a waiver. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to make any note of that just because we didn't do anything there. So nothing special um, really, uh, you know, happened to you there. Okay. Yet. Sweet. Yet. 
I am sleeping. As am I. Okay. Me too. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, all right. You awake, refreshed in the morning, fully rested. All right. I'm awake, uh, fully rested. Let's go. <laughs> Stefania and Dag have prepared a large breakfast for their children after fearing for their lives. Uh, and happy to be back in their winery where they live. They've they've uh, they have prepared a large breakfast, and they invite you to partake on it before you leave the winery for that morning. So you all get get a nice little breakfast in. Cool. I'm also walking around eating some of the meat that I've got in my pack. Okay. Yeah, it's like I that was like it, a eight pound sausage log or whatever. <laughs> Can I take like a biscuit or something with me for the road? Absolutely. I will be uh, following along. Okay. And I posted another copy of the map that I added names to locations we've been to on. Oh, yeah. Hey, fellas. um, What what do you think? Should we we walk right on over there? Or do you think we ought to take a cart or... uh, Well, I don't know. We've got one cart loaded up. Do we have any more horses? You know, uh, I think we're fresh out of horses. Yes, well, sadly that seems to be the case. I don't mind to trudge through the woods, I suppose. We must do one thing or another. And I, for one, intend to keep these gems uh, out of the wrong hands. I'm doing, like, some morning stretches before we go. Yeah, it's time. Time to get on the road, then. Off we go. I was starting to like that cart. Yes, it was a nice cart. Maybe we can get it back once we return. Um, real quick, Keith, how much money did we get total? You got 60 gold pieces and 270 electrums. Oh, that's a lot. How many, how many of those gold? 60? 60. Not to each of us. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, so, that's yeah not, not individually. That's total. So, um, so, ten apiece. No, hang on. Um, <laughs> no, I I know who currently has the has the, yeah. the coin bags. Right. So. It's all <laughs> jingle jangle. Well, guys, I suppose I suppose our honesty paid off, and we got all that money back, didn't we? Right. Would be, I suppose, in a sense, unfair for me to keep it all. So I took the liberty of divvying up the gold and the electrum and passing it out, which is what I'm doing now. Mighty kind of you, mighty kind of you. See, you know, returning things what ain't yours, it, it always seems to work out in the end. Yes, that's true. But some things are better not returned. How if much? You know what I mean. uh, 20 gold and 90 electrum. Oh, so you actually divided it up? Yep. Sweet. Nothing sneaky. It's not like I can't steal it back later. I'm very much, Reginald is very much pretending that he didn't hear that. Like, he obviously did, but he doesn't want to hear that. You would have been man. And then I'm ready to go. I'm already halfway there. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so you start off in the morning, and so investigating that map. Have we decided uh, where we're going? I thought you guys were going to get the hill. Oh, yeah, okay. That's fine. I was doing stuff when that happened, I suppose. Yeah, no, of course, if you want to have the conversation, but I assume you guys are heading on the Esther Hill. No, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so it takes you a good a good morning, a good uh, a good full morning to get there, and you arrive around lunchtime um, to Yester Hill, uh, which is how it where where it seems to almost be the time that the uh, sun gets fatigued in this land uh, and begins to slowly, uh, but more quickly than normal, it seems, go down. Uh, the days the days in this land of Barovia almost feel like a it's a chore for the world to provide them that would much rather just be always night. Uh, but the sun still fights to give you some light throughout the day. Uh, but the sun is now starting its decline. Uh, the fog of course is strong here. Uh, but you arrive in Yester Hill or you approach Yester Hill. Now I'm going to drag our little map over here to the left uh, and that ellipsis, the ellipsis map that I made earlier is now where we'll be hanging out. All right. I'll have that. Uh, I can see it. I can see it. Okay. So you all have the ellipsis map. I go ahead and erase. Well, it would let me. No, my world is vanishing. All right. So, ooh, not full screen. Don't do that. Um, okay, so that's the map of the area, but we're not going to need that just yet, uh, as I am. Well, you guys can all see that. I'm going to provide you with an image of what the scene kind of looks like. Now, this image is from like probably marketing for The Witcher uh, or The Witcher Three, but it gets the point across to what uh, is going on here. So this is kind of the scene of this clearing. If you can see that. Oh, wow. So is that the tree? That is that you see that tree, but it is, it is a far off. Um, you guys are coming in on the North side of this. So that Brown line you see is your path. Um, down, you know, into this clearing, I'm going to go ahead and type up uh, some numbers for you. Or some some letters. Oh wow, it's so small. While you're doing that, as we're like approaching this area, I want to kind of like you know talk with the fellows for just a brief second. I um, I boys um, this uh this little this little switch here. It um, you think I ought to hold on to this thing? You do. It needs uh, needs some wisdom to not go mad. I'm, I'm not a very wise man. I, I just I have some I have some reservations. I, I hit things real good, but I don't give it a lot of thought. Well, I suppose that is up to you. If you feel that it is a danger to you and to others, then perhaps you shouldn't get rid of it. But it can be useful in moments like this when we're going to deal with these druids and it seems to me inevitably those more twig blights and things. 
Right, right. Uh, yeah, um, from the sound of it, might I point out that you won't get near as much of the action as long as you're holding that staff from the twig blights. Oh, oh, you're right. Well, here, here, does, does one, one of you fellas want to take the switch? I'm not touching it again. That thing gave me the heebie-jeebies last time I touched it. No. No, I suppose I could take it. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you take the stick, and it, and then, and then I, I can hit things more. Well, that's good for you. I don't need to hit things up close. It's better for everyone if things don't get close to me. You make a compelling argument. I, I, I think. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why don't you, why don't you hold on to it that there for a while? I forgot the name of it, so I've labeled it Dark Twig. (laughs) (laughs) Golthias Staff. Golthias Staff. One. Maybe if nobody else wants it, we can sell it when we get back to town. It at least looks valuable, and if we destroy the tree, then it won't really be such a bother to anyone else. Who knows? And I slap that bad boy on the back. I'm like, Rubbing my hands on my clothes like I've got something on them. Okay. <laughs> Wipe it off. I'm ready. Okay. So yeah, you guys come down stuff. the trail. The trail through the thick woods leads to a hill covered with dead grass and cairns of black rock. Dark, ominous clouds gather high above, and a single bolt of lightning strikes the hilltop. West of the hill, the land, the woods, and the sky vanish behind the towering wall of fog. Spooky. Good visuals. Yeah. Indeed. Well, let's go destroy everything in sight. As so, I'm say, gonna... spooky, spooky. <laughs> so, hey, um, hey, fellas, yo, do you see anything out of the peculiar here? I want to see if I can make a perception. I would like to do that as well. I'm looking for obvious, like almost glowing stone. Um, I got a 16. Hey, that's what I got. Y'all losers. I got a 17. No! Obviously he cheated. Obviously. Obviously. Hold on, let me don't roll that high naturally. What are you... So, no, it's crazy. So... About 600 feet away from you. So what was everybody's rolls? I thought you were going to say 600 twig blights. I was like, no. <laughs> I <laughs> thought he was no about problem. to say, like, the rock is, like, an actual hill. Like, the hill itself is the rock. Magic. Um, we, we both got 16. That cheater Bryce got 17. Okay. Um, so you all can see in the distance on top of Yester Hill, or not the very top, but approaching the top, um, and going up to it, if you look at my map, you see these black concentric circles. Uh, those are each trails that kind of go around the hill. And around all of those trails on the outer, on the outside of each of the, those trail rings are these rock cairns. Um, they, dirt trails run along two concentric rings of cairns that encircle the hillside. Each cairn is a 10-foot-high mound of slimy black rocks. Big cairn. Um, yeah, and so the distance from you to that inner green circle, 
um, which is almost at the top of the hill. At the top of the hill, about, let's see. Uh, that'd be 300. Uh, about 900 feet away from you, it seems like. <laughs> Extremely far, about 300 yards, three football fields away. Uh, you do see uh, what is obviously the Gulthias tree. It's the largest tree in the in the area, or at least it, it seems to you, if you're looking for an important tree, it's probably this one on this hill that you would have to assume is Yester Hill. But before you see that, in front of that, about 600 feet away from you, is uh, a circle, a circular wall uh, with two entryways into it. There's an entryway on the north, an entryway to the south, where the path that you're currently standing on passes through. Uh, there is a circle of rocks that's made out of small rocks, large rocks that, that kind of form a wall. That wall looks to be at some points five feet high and at some points 10 feet high. Um, but it looks fairly makeshift made out of rocks. And on the other side of that wall, you can see the top half of what looks kind of like a tree, but also kind of man-made. Uh, it's it's made of obviously dead wood, uh, but you can't really tell whether that's just another dead tree or whether it's something else. Is this rock wall the inner green circle or? The rock wall is the inner green circle. Okay. The two black rings are paths that go around the hill and um, around the path are um, those 10 foot tall cairns. So, it's it's not a situation where we have to go up the spiral path. It's we can go straight to it, or we can go around. So this brown line, the yeah. brown line that this is, so that this is just the path. The brown line that cuts down the middle. Mm-hmm. That is the path that leads through the circle and up to the tree. Okay, cool. Also surrounding the what you believe to be the Golthias tree uh, is also um, at the south end of the hilltop uh, looks like a sickly copse a grove of dead trees and shrubs with a huge misshapen tree at its core. <clears throat> All right. Which is that? Is that the, is that the big tree on the other side of the stone wall? Yeah. That, that's the southernmost. The big, the big tree at the south is surrounded by like a little tiny, little small forest of shrubs and trees. Okay. Now, gentlemen, remind me, what did the winery men Tell us what happened if the tree were to die. Um, you know, I don't think he said. Yeah, he just said that all the twig blots came from the tree. I right. figured if the tree was destroyed, the magic holding together the twig blots and vine blots and things like that would fall apart. Can hmm. we see any um, of those blights from where we are, Keith? No, huh? It's it's really far off at this point. You don't see any moving around. Okay. Yeah, that was going to be my question. I'm like, I, it's it's like the staring into the distance. Where are they? Kind of look. So I want to I want to ready my shield and grab my club. Well, let's uh, let's get to it, boys. Yeah, I'm not going to walking up the path. Uh, wait, All right. Reginald, Reginald, uh, what was? What's the plan here? Are we going for the big circle? Are we going for the big tree out back? I'm giving the biggest shrug I can manage. <laughs> Adventure? 
Well, I suppose I could go for the tree and burn it down and hopefully stop any twig blights. Or we could all go together and see if we can find the stone. Uh, this does not look like the place to split up. We split up at the uh, winery, but luckily everything was segmented into rooms and we didn't have to deal with too many enemies at one time. So perhaps we should stick together for now in case a small army decides to raise from the ground. Well, you think they will? I'm like perhaps. looking around like, will it? It where? <laughs> and also, uh, yeah, I think it's, a, I think it's a, a good idea. You know, you you got the little bow, the little crossbow, and I got this shield, and he's got the the blight switch. I, I think it's a good idea. We ought probably stick together on this one. Yeah, you got the twig staff, so you ain't got nothing to worry about from the uh, blights and what have you. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, I like Reginald's plan. Let's go. All right. Lead on, Reginald. We will follow. Onward. I've got the, the shield out front, and I'm, like, pointing the way with the mace, like, heading up the hill. I and want to roll get... stealth to oh, not be seen. You can stealth if you want to. But in my mind, we're just yeah, here to, like, destroy a tree and look for a rock. So I'm well, not, like, this is just Reginald. He's not, he's not really concerned with a bunch of enemies over here. Yeah, I'm following you. I, I'm, I'm with you. It doesn't look like there's any around at current either, so I, I feel exactly what you're saying. Right. Um, okay, so stealth. I rolled a nine. Okay. No, charge. So I don't hey, do it. Uh, Reginald, I think I'm going to try and practice this as well. I'm going to try and stealth up to the uh, wall as well. Okay. Um, so when it comes to this area, I won't, it won't be a one or a easy, you have stealthed, you have not stealthed. Um, okay. we're just going to keep that, keep that role in mind for both of you. All right. I got a 15. I'm at, I want to try and get to the Cairns, I guess then. Okay. Um, so there are, if in case I haven't been clear, there are those two concentric rings and around the edge of each of those rings are like bunches of cairns you know what i mean yeah okay so you want to go to that first ring or well i mean i'm trying to get as close to the brick wall in the middle as possible or rock wall oh. so i'm okay yeah so you you and Derman both successfully unless you want to stop to sightsee arrive are you staying on the path or how are you going to get there uh well we're stealth in the area and i guess not on the path because that would okay. be very stealthy. So check out the map. I'm going to push you guys kind of passing through the cairn, squeezing past them, you know, Mission Impossible style. I put the wrong letter. Yeah, I'm not an R. Um, yeah. Rare. So you guys are stealthing up to the wall. Reginald is just, uh, he's moving a little bit. You know, he's just doing his thing. Uh-oh. I've he, should, a- he should be near us. He's just on the path, right? Yep, I'm... Directly in the middle of the path, just walking my way directly there, most direct route. All right, so you guys approach the opening of the wall. And uh, Rachel can't, headed right for us. can't see the map. We're just kind of off to the east side of the rock wall, 
and Reginald yeah. is directly in front of the entrance. I picture that Reginald is, walk, is about to walk through the opening, and the two of you are like peeking over the edge, I guess. Yeah. All right, so you've reached the edge of the rock wall. Is there anything you'd like to do? I'll let a roll perception. Okay. Ooh, that's a 19. Ooh, that's a 2. Oh, no. <laughs> Dermon bumps you out of the way to see. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, so this is so what you see above and beyond a perception roll. It's easy to see at this point. You've made it to the wall. Atop the, atop the hill is a wide ring of black boulders and smaller rocks that collectively form a makeshift wall enclosing a field of dead grass. Lightning strikes the edge of the ring from time to time, illuminating a ghastly 50-foot-tall statue made of tightly woven twigs and packed with black earth. The statue resembles a towering cloaked man with fangs. Hmm. Bum. Does it look like anybody we know? It does look like May I investigate said stature? Yeah, Reginald, if you want to walk in there and investigate it. Sure. It's okay. a ooh, it's a net twenty. Oh, look at that. <laughs> this statue is uh, is obviously a statue of Strahd von Zarovich. Uh, and your investigation of it reveals that... Um, so, ex- also, personify how you're investigating. Are we looking from, you know, a decent distance? Are we touching? What are we doing? Well, I'm, I'm seeing that there's there's no enemies here, so I'm just, I'm, I'm just plodding along. You know, I've still got the... The shield ready for action. I still got the mace ready to ready to swing, but I'm just like, huh, how about that? And I'm just walking up to it. All right, so as you walk up to it, you see that it is obviously Strahd von Zarovich, the person who charmed you nice uh, and battled you all only a few days ago. And you see on your way over there that there are roots sprouting from the ground around its base that look as though they bear a resemblance to that weird tree that's on the top of the hill. Um, but I need those perception rolls from the boys over there. 19. Mm, 19 and 2? Yep. Okay. Well, 5, because I got a plus 3. Okay. All right. So, uh, Dermon, you notice that... Um, you can see that inside this field there are several boulders. Boulders. Uh, and you can tell that these boulders look sort of like they're some sort of grave. Uh, they might be. They seem to be some sort of a grave-like thing. Something's maybe buried under these boulders or near these boulders. They seem to be marking graves uh, inside this wall. Um, there are a dozen of them throughout the field. Interesting. I point that out to uh, Jerry. Okay. Oh, As I Reginald is walking across. Oh yeah, I'm giving this statue the mighty eyeball, like. I know this guy. That is one strong eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so Josh has, has sent out y'all a text of what that map looks like. Yeah, I was able to find one. Yeah. Key. That's the one I'm looking at, just to be clear. 
Um, so what do you guys do? I'm sorry. How much? Uh, how much of that statue looks flammable? It's all <laughs> it's all dead wood, baby. Molly, I know what I have to do. I know now what I was born to do. So they're they're back at the edge of the the inner circle, right? Yeah, Reginald, you're making your way through um, downtown. Some would say. At this point, you haven't like made it all the way to the statue when you notice what you've noticed. Um, wondering if you what what you do next. I don't. I I'm in in the lead. I don't know that they're stealthy. So in a loud voice, I'm gonna look over my shoulder and say, "Hey, fellas, isn't that that strong fella?" Well, I guess we're supposed to go in there now. I suppose as we go in there, I whip out a torch. Okay. And my only focus is that statue. And All right. Like, like true cat fashion, my, the pupils in, in Dermon's eyes just <laughs> dilate. <laughs> it's like a cat looking at a Christmas tree. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. I'm going to you guys. Though. How do you enter? The, do you guys cl- cross in the wall? Or are you going through the. Um, Dermon through- climbs over. Oh boy. I'm going to go down the path and ready my crossbow, and I want to get to the other end of this circle. Okay. I'm taking Uh, the end of my mace and poking the little viney root things at the bottom. um, Let's see. I'm going to have to roll a d10 for you, Zenus, and if it lands on 10, something. Um, If you have no objections, I move there. Are you crossing the wall? Are you going through the gate? I'm going through the gate. Okay, I have no objections, and you cross the wall and go through the gate. Uh, Dermon, as you cross, if this hits a 10, we got bad, We might have bad news. Bum, bum, bum. As you cross the wall, you hear thunder in the sky, but nothing happens. Nice. I'll bring the statue down. No! Alright, is it a sprint, or is it a confident walk? It's... It's like a possessed walk. Like he's just, he's walking like real, he's not sprinting, but he is just going straight for that statue. Gotcha. As you hit the path, I need, uh, as you hit the path, the following thing is heard. Um, you guys hear movement near all the boulders in the, in the, uh, inside this ring. Uh, the boulders begin to rumble a little bit. And then from underneath the boulders, uh, all 12 of them, there have been some things hiding in there. Uh, and the things Adventure hiding, was hiding in there. Adventure was hiding in there. Uh, I'm going to need you to go ahead and roll initiative. Whoop. I was about um, to ask, did anything happen when I poked at the roots? But yeah, we're pretty much on it, fire now. Uh, it's not on fire yet. Ooh. Um <laughs> 13 on initiative. Yeah, go ahead and roll initiative because six large uh, berserker-like humanoids and six druids rise out of the ground. Uh, They are covered head to toe in bluish gray mud. They have long, tangled hair and wild-looking eyes. Uh, and they have been sleeping in these earthen graves that were hidden under covers of sod and dead grass, and they rise 
seemingly to protect the effigy of what may be their god. That's weird. Do we know that they are seemingly there to protect the statue? Uh, they did not rise up until a torch was run was walked across the uh, way towards <laughs> the statue. So I will let you decide if what you deduce from that information. Okay. I just want so to yell now, out to the both of them. It's on now, boys. I got a twenty. Nice. Whoop. Now we're going to zoom in. I'm going to zoom into this area. Enhance. 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 Um, and then I'm going to make you guys your your letters smaller. Yes. That way we can shoot. Dookie dookie. I don't want to shoot dookie dookie. Well, you're about to get dookie dookie shot at you, baby. Ah, uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think any of these have dookie shooting powers. <laughs> well, the night is young. The night is young, and so am I. I got to say, also, while we're setting this thing up, um, Little bit, little bit peculiar on the the timing about the whole. Okay, we gotta we gotta take down a statue kind of thing. What do you mean? Like that's all over the news right now. People taking down statues. That's true. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't realize how um how timely this would be. Right, that's kind of uh, that's kind of unusual. I mean, you guys are making the decision to want to take it down. I know. That's it's, just it's, it's just um okay so. Let's go ahead and prepare combat as you guys have. My letter's the tiniest. I didn't mean for it to be. It was the this. You know, we use all app, but we're not sponsored by all app. So I'm going to say this: it sucks. <laughs> it it's bad. It's the job done, don't it? It's, it's familiar. It's bad, but familiar. All right, we're going to have a D one, two, three, four, five. Six and a B one, two, three, four, five, six. If I was a good podcast maker, I'd edit all this prep out, but I'd, I'm not gonna. Until it's people start, the magic is made. Until people start saying, "I I watch your podcast. I listen." I'm not gonna start doing this. If they start uh, saying anything like that, I, I'm 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 ready to applaud. I'm I'm good. Ooh, B1. And if these things are undead, don't worry, I got this. I can track them if they try to run away. Perfect. (laughs) What if they try to run towards us? I will also know where they are. All right. How far far are we from each other? Like, what's, what's the size of this inside ring? Uh, the size of this inside ring, the squares are 50 feet um, on that map you've seen. So one, two, three, four, five. It is 50, 100, 250 feet across. Wow. So I'm like a good, what, 50, 60 feet away from Dermond? Uh, Yeah, you're probably a good 50 feet away from him. That's a big statue, guys. I hear Bryce's fish tank. Oh, my be. No, it's okay. This is some good, some good ambiance. Okay, so I think that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, I'm missing. 
But what am I missing? What am I missing? I got B1, B2, B3, B4, B5, D1, D2, D3. Oh, I have D1. I see D4. D1, D2, D3. I have another D3. There's no D6. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'm missing one. Oh, there's no yeah, because I didn't go to six. Ah, duh. Then I have two B fives. I'm an idiot. Okay, sorry. We got to have this under control, otherwise everything's going to go wrong. Everything's going to go wrong. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. How is it always eleven <laughs> that I don't know? Would it D1. help if you made the berserkers one color and the druids another color? It would have if I but now it's too late. D one, D two, D three, D five, D six, B one, B two, B three, B four, B five, B six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And that's twelve. We got it. Okay. All right. So this is how it how it will go. So the circles around it aren't going to help me because it's going to be hard to move them without to move them both at the same time. You can't move. But I do thank you with a box thing. Uh, I might be able to move them with a box. Yeah, that that'll be good. That'll be good. Hey, Mark, so yeah, finish that job if you don't mind. Um. Okay. So combat. We need to I need to roll some initiative. Um, for all these things. Do I roll? Do you guys want to roll them in groups? Uh, they attack as one. We'll just do it as one. I don't know. Um, I'm going to roll them in four groups of three. How about that? That'll work. So D1, 2, 3 will be a group. D4, 5, 6 will be a group. B1, 2, 3 will be a group. And B4, 5, 6 will be a group. Sure. So we got a... Hey, I'm bumble wop. Not bad, not bad. All right. I need to know your guys' is, uh, 13. 13? 20. 20. Unnatural or natural? Unnatural. Okay. Completely unnatural. Jericho? 23. 23. All right, so that's a good roll. I have a plus six. Oh wow! Oh yes, Dex, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. If uh, you're listening to this podcast, now would be a time to uh, go visit your children. Uh, call your mom just for like a quick second, and then we'll be right back with some combat. I have replaced the D. Thank you. Oh, all six of them. And then, hey, I hear sirens in my ears, but I think they're from where I live. Um. Oh boy. Oh, boy. All I got to say, fellas, is, is good luck. Oh, man. Wow, thank you. Oh, goodness. Yeah, we don't have any more health potions yet, do we? 
I got a chunky one. Ew. You got you got biscuits. Okay. Kind of like a health potion. I got yes. biscuits and health potion gravy. <laughs> All right. They attack Jericho. It is your turn. Combat has begun. There uh, five, six druids and six just berserker, you know, tribal looking dudes rise out of the ground. The druids carry their staffs and that you've already seen the damage they can do. Uh, and the berserkers are carrying great axes as they rush towards you all, uh, seemingly trying to protect this statue. And of course, like an idiot, I came here early morning to deal with this issue. <laughs> <laughs> rather than come in the middle of the night. All right. Um, well, we're well rested, so it's all good. I'm going to fire my crossbow at D1. Okay. That is a 16 to hit. That will hit. Nice. That is 11 damage. Uh, okay, 11 damage. That druid gets shot uh, in the side. It's not even facing you right now. It's facing Derman. Uh, but that druid gets shot in its side and takes 11 damage. And... Yeah, I'm going to run out the circle. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Um... What's 250 divided by 12? <laughs> uh, I got it on my calculator. Something like 20. All right, so each of the squares is 20 feet, just to let you know. Each of those squares is about 20 feet. We're going to have to deal with uh, movement and stuff, so we'll just try to, to remember that each square is 20 feet. Um, so you're going to leave the circle then. You're going to go through the path? Yeah. Okay. 30 feet through the circle or more? Um, just, I got 40 feet of movement. I'll use my full movement to get out. All right, cool. Hey, you're out, you're out of the circle. Hey, team, just wanted to point this out. I just tried zooming in. The little squares don't zoom, but the actual shape of the thing zooms. Okay, so real quick, I will post a, uh, uh, I'm trying to give you an idea. Or just draw, um, draw okay, I'll give you on your screen. Uh, I'll give you a yeah, yeah, smart, 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 smart. So this is what a the size of a square on my screen. Oh, okay. That's the size of a square on my screen. Cool. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm good. It'll be a little bit hard to judge. We'll, we'll we'll kind of wing it. This is a big fight anyway, as they. All I guess have been. All right. Uh, so it is now Derman's turn. How far am I from the statue? You are currently looks like about 60 feet away. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I'm going to um, use... Can I dash and throw the torch? Uh, the throw is going to be an action. Oh, fine. I will use my special feline agility trait and double my speed with no action, and then I will 
So uh, that gives me 80. Crap. Nice. Um, yeah, so I want to run to the statue, throw the torch at, like, the left side of it, Mm-hmm. And then I want to start climbing the right side. So that's that'll give me like 20 feet up. Okay. All right. So, so just to be clear, you lit it on fire and now you're climbing it? Yep. Okay. Just check. Is, lighting it on fire is unclear. Whether you're successful at setting it ablaze or whether you're... Well, we got to figure figure out whether you're going to hit it or not. A. Sure. Um, so let's roll to see if you hit that bad boy. Okay. Uh. Well... It's nineteen base, no modifier. So yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, the the lit torch will collide with the statue. I'm aiming um, for like the lower left portion, so like I'm trying to get it lodged somewhere down there. Totally but I am also gonna, after I do that, I'm gonna like start climbing this thing. Gotcha. The odds of it getting lodged are going to be fairly slim, just based on you know lodging, general physics, I guess. Not, not necessarily but, like lodging, like. I imagine it's got kind of like a tapered base or something where it could just like, not like hit it and bounce off, but it, either yeah. way, however it works is fine. I'll make I'm, your goal is to get it to stick close, but it's the, the odds of it, you know, like lodging into the statue are fairly low. The odds of it landing near the base and, you know, lighting stuff around it on fire or staying near it to light it on fire a little bit higher. So go ahead and roll a D 20 for me. 13. 13 the the torch collides with the um with the statue and it hits the statue in a little burst of flame uh you know lights on the statue and kind of like the way you light a burnt leaf like the leaf just kind of burns very quickly a little piece of the statue does burn up and it takes some damage um but the statue does not immediately catch on fire the torch rolls off the kind of the robe of the statue and lands on the ground just a couple it rolls into the grass and rolls a foot or two away from the statue as it begins to light the grass around it uh on fire so let's uh make a little red line uh and that is going to be your torch the burning your torch is well. God, there's a really big torch. <laughs> but, uh, there is your torch lying on the ground. Um, hopefully to burn the statue. Now you are climbing it. You are now climbing the statue yep. easily. There are plenty of things to hang on to. And that's all I'm doing. All right. So you are now. <laughs> the Dermot is now on the side of the statue. Um, going up there towards the head, I guess. Uh, yep. Okay. I think I saw this in King Kong. <laughs> uh, me too. I did see that in King Kong. It is now the Druid's turns. Druid 1, 2, and 3 uh, will now take an action. Uh, so the first Druid, Druid number 1, is going to dash. Uh, and he is going to go 1 movement and then 2 movements. He's going to dash that way. Druid number two is going to also use his movement speed to dash over here to get closer. Um, And Druid number three is going to use his movement speed 
to cross this square and start to try to stamp out your torch. Um, so he is, the, the druid number three is going to run over there and he's saying, no fire, no fire. Uh, and he starts stomping on your torch. Um, we're going to see if he's successful in putting that torch out. Amazing how that translates. Yep. He is currently stomping it, but the tor- he is unable to put out all the fire in the grass nearby, but he is working hard on it. So that'll be his action. Uh, Druid number two is over there near you, uh, Master Zine. And what he will do uh, is... Um, let's see what he's going to do. He is going to cast again Entangle upon you. He's going to whip that old old faithful out of his repertoire, uh, which creates a 20-foot cube of difficult terrain. Uh, so part of this, the uh, vines are going to come out of the statue, actually. That's cool. Um, and there, it's going to try to like bind you to the statue. So you're going to need to roll a strength saving throw. Oh, that's a three. You are now entangled. Uh, you are restrained by the plants. So for you to do any, you for you to get free next time, you will have to uh, roll a strength saving throw. You are currently now being pulled into the statue and restrained. Cool, cool. Okay. It uh, sucks, and, but that's kind of a cool visual going on. Yeah, druid number one uh, is going to cast a little bark skin on himself. So Druid number one skin uh, gets a little barky. Mm, barky. Um, now it is Berserker four, five, and six's turn. Uh, Berserker number four is going to use his movement speed uh, to try to get close to uh or he's actually going to dash over here into your space, Reginald. Okay. But he can't attack because he's dashing that way. He is dashing. Um, Berserker number five is going to use his movement speed to try to get over here near Derman. He can't quite climb up there. Um, well, actually, he's he's going to use his dash as well to do his best to... No, he's going to move, use an action to climb up there towards Derman. So now, Derman, you have a berserker climbing up next to you on the structure that you're currently on as you are entangled. And then berserker number six is going to dash towards Jericho, not trying to let him get away. Um, and Reginald, it is now your turn. Woo. Okay. Um, let me see if I can swing at old B4 while he's standing there. Swing on him. Uh, that is a 19, my boy. And, uh, cause I'm a, I'm the champion fighter. 19s and 20s are crits. Ooh, nice dude. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and reveal that you might need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. It's a, it's a 14, a five, a five and a plus four. Nice. 14 damage. All right. You raise your your mace and smack into this this tribal creature, uh, and blood begins to leak down and wash some of the mud off of his face and chest. Nice. I like washing mud off with a mace. 
Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is now Berserker 1, 2, and 3's turn. Uh, Berserker 1 is moving towards the statue. Bonk. Berserker 2 also moving towards the statue. Berserker 3 also moving towards the statue. Bop. It is now the druid number 4, 5, and 6's turn. Druid number 4 moving towards the statue. Druid number dru- moving towards the statue, and uh, that's about. I think that's it. Druid number six moving towards the statue. Druid number five dashing towards the statue. So wait, could I not move? Yeah, of course you can. Sorry, I, for, I thought you. Yeah, you move wherever you want. Okay, cool. I am using my my movement to move towards that B five. All right, doing that, you will leave B four's. Uh, you said B five towards the statue. Yeah, towards the statue, towards Derman, towards B five. Okay, uh, B4, you're going to be lose, uh, leaving that Berserker space. He's going to try to attack you with his reaction. Bring it, big boy. Ooh. He roll a 22 to hit. Dang, son. Yeah, it was an unlucky, an unlucky go for sure. Wow, okay. And he will do seven damage. Oof, okay. His great axe. As you leave, he slashes the back of a leg as, with his great axe. I'm gonna take Sah! it. I want to get into action. Okay, I'm I'm good. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. All right. So now it is. Uh, that's the end of all their turns. So it's back to Jericho. Okay. Cool. Uh. You make that sound. Maybe. I, I'm not going to do that. I was planning on using Ensnaring Strike, but I feel like it's kind of a waste right now because I just need to damage this dude more than trap him, I think. I'm just going to fire my crossbow. Okay. You load up that crossbow and fire it? Yeah. I was just saying visually what happens. I wasn't talking about the loading or anything. Okay. Um... That's a 22 to hit. That will hit. Bryce, have you traveled a little farther from your mic? No, I turned it down to immediate pickup whenever you said the uh, filter was coming through. No, no, no. Turn it back up. We barely heard it. Yeah, okay. kind of quiet. Can you hear Better. me now? Turn it back up. You yeah, yeah. Listen to him, baby. Listen to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a hit. That One is B6. five damage. Look at that beautiful voice. Look at it. Go ahead, look at that voice. You fire the crossbow and it grazes his arm and slices it slices him open and blood leaks down his arm. Ah! No! Sweet. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Um, no movement or anything? Uh, No. I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, Dermon, it is your turn, my friend. I'm going to try to get out of that little grab-a-grab. Run, run, roll strength. That's 12. The 12 will... That's 12 will do it. You are free from the vines. Yeah. I'm going to climb up another 40 feet. 
Okay, how tall is the statue? Let me remind myself. How tall myself. is the statue, Keith? You would know. Several thousand miles. Oh my god. The giant statue. Um, a ghastly 50 foot tall statue. So you make it to the top. Oh, heck yeah. That's heck a big yeah. statue. That is a chunky statue. Okay, so I was 20 feet up, so I've still got 10 feet of movement. So I'm going to go, I'm going to be right up at his head. And I'm going to stick okay. a torch in his eyeball. Hey, All right, so you're going to light that torch and stick it in his eyeball? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, so you jam the torch in his eyeball. Uh, roll, roll to hit. What, uh, 10, I guess? Um, I guess add your strength. Him. And you're a rogue, so you're good at stabbing. So add your strength and dex and your proficiency, I guess. Uh, eleven. <laughs> I got a minus okay. one to strength. Oh yeah. Um, no, roll whatever, whatever you know. You're stabby, so dexterity. Roll your dexterity stuff. Okay, then that. This is a rapier that's lit on fire. That is going to be a sixteen. Okay, gotcha. You are successful in jamming the torch into the eye of the of the uh, statue and it takes a little bit more damage as the torch conti- torch continues to burn it doesn't like now you you are familiar with the climate you're in everything's wet and foggy all the time like this wood is dead but it's not dry uh, so it catching is it's not going to catch like a tinder box. It's going to if it's going to catch, it's going to require some some flame to be stuck there for a while. Uh, so you are well on your way to hopefully lighting the statue on fire uh, as it takes some damage. OK. Sound good. Uh, is that all? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's I'm just going to I mean, that's my objective. Try to light this thing on fire. Yeah. OK. Um, so. D is the Druid's turns. Uh, Druid number three is going to try to stomp out that torch again, keep things from getting lit on fire as the fire approaches the foot of the statue. Uh, He is still going to be unsuccessful as the fire continues to approach the statue um, from a couple feet away. But he's stomping. Druid number two uh, is... Going to try to entangle you again, um, Dermon. He's going to try to cast entangle on you. He can. It's one of those spells he can do. Uh, he can do a couple times. So I'm, the vines continue to come out of the the statue, and I'm going to need you to roll that strength saving throw. Would I be in range of it? Like, is he is he casting it again, or is he using the same casting? Um, he's casting it again. Okay. So there 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 are more cubes uh, of spell now. You succeed. The, the vines do not grab you, but all these swiggly wiggly vines are now making this statue difficult terrain for you to crawl around in. Okay. Um, and then druid number... That was two, so we're still looking for druid number one. Uh, druid number one, believing that his friends have things under control, is going to begin to move down here toward Jericho after he had been shot. Um, it's now the Berserker's turns. Berserker number four is going to try to run down Reginald uh, and attack him. You could try. So, Berserker number four. 
he misses completely enraged by enraged by what has happened and what's going on. He swings at you. Uh, and as he swings you, his, his ax is coming short, but you raise your shield and bonk it away. Anyway, uh, berserker number five is going to try his best to crawl, but the terrain is difficult. So in order to get all the way up to the torch and beside you, uh, Derman, he's going to have to use his whole movement speed. So B5 is now up here at the top of the statue with you, Dermon. Okay. There's nothing else he can do. Uh, and then B6, in his rage, after being shot with a crossbow bolt, he is going to dash and leap over the wall towards Jericho and do a little Kong parkour move. But he may have forgotten the nature of the circle. So let's see if it will harm him or not. Oh, he successfully leaps over the wall towards you, Jericho, but he cannot make it the full distance to you. So he grits his teeth as he does it. Nice. And that is all the, that's all their turns. Reginald, it's your turn. All right. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to swing my mace at him. Is V6 the entrance? Excuse me, uh, Jericho? Is B six within five feet of the entrance? Um. Yes. Okay. Why? I just didn't know if I could run past him or not. Okay. Uh. Oh, no. Sorry. He's he's within five feet of the wall, not the entrance. Excuse me. Okay. No. He's he's probably a good ten fifteen from from the entrance. Um. <laughs> to play in chicken with him. Uh. Swing that mace, Reginald. Uh. It's uh, it's an eighteen. That will hit. Not a critical on this one. It does five plus four, nine. That nine damage on that one. Okay. And let me see. No, I think I'm just going to hang out here. Uh, can I use my action surge to take another action? Yeah. All right. I guess. I want to I wanna swing my mace at the base of this statue. Okay. Swing it. Like where the vines are going in and everything. So, um, it's a it's a fifteen. Uh, you hit roll damage. Cool. All right. Uh, that's nine again. Nice. Okay. So the statue takes some more damage. Um, as you cleave a few roots away from it and some dead some dead wood from under from the robe of of strad cool and with my other half second of uh, time that i have on the clock i want to yell up toward derman uh hey derman you think any of that um the wine ink might be um bernie Is Derman here? Derman? No, I had to pee. Reginald just yelled up and said, do you think any of that wine ink might be Bernie? I don't know. You can try it, though. I don't have any. Y'all both have a bottle. I don't have any. Oh, we do? Wine, don't you? I I didn't think that I grabbed one. I gave you... I did. Yeah, I gave you my empty bottle. Cool. I don't have... Uh, I didn't get a bottle of the ink, though. Okay, I'll remember that on the go-round next time. 
You do have a bottle okay, of the boss? poison wine as well, though. Yeah, I do. I have that. Nice. Is it my turn? or? Yeah, I'm done. That's all, all I got. It's not your turn. Yeah, it's not your turn. We got some other folks to have turns. Uh, B1 is moving in. B2, moving in. B3 is moving in. Uh, D4, 5, and 6. D4, moving in. D6, moving in. D5, moving in. Easy rolls on those. Yep, easy rolls on those. They're just moving. They're they're inching in towards you. Um, I'm going to let you all get a free perception check. Uh, 18. Uh, 14. 18. All right. Venus, roll yours with advantage as you are atop the statue. Yee. That's my 18. This is the one we're going to go with. All right. <laughs> Approaching and walking up the hill slowly uh, and at a distance, but close enough to where you can see him, and Zenus close enough to where you can see some details of the horse on which he strides is, unfortunately, one Strahd Von Zarovich. Oh, that dude's cool. I like him. That's nah, fine. It's okay. It's us. Whatever. He is walking up the hill. And on top of a horse, Zenus, you can tell his horse is black, uh, but his eyes and and hooves and mane are aflame, uh, matching the very rocking horse you found in the Wizard of Wine's winery uh, of the name Bocephalus. You can you know you know now know the name of his steed, uh, and he is calmly walking up the hill. Huh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, flaming horse, yeah. I mean, if I, if I was on a flaming horse, I'd do pretty much anything calmly. <laughs> Jericho, it is your turn. Cool. Uh, there's no way I can make it to D1. He's way too far away. Yeah, he's a good ways. He is 20, 40, 60, 80, almost 100 feet away. Okay. I'm going to You know what? I'm just going to I'm going to fire my crossbow at B6. Okay. That's a 20 to hit, not natural. That'll hit. That's a 7 damage. Perfect. Good job. All right. And now I'm going to run in and uh, run up to him, and I'm going to attack him with my short sword. You're running to B6 to attack him? Yeah. Alright, go for it. That is a... With that extra hit. attack? Or no, because you had the uh, the two-handed, or the one-handed thing. Yeah. A 10 to hit? Yes. A 10, sadly, will not do it. Alright, that's it. Alright, it is Derman's turn. Unless, um, do I have enough movement to get through the hole in the wall? 
Uh, yeah, but you will be leaving his his space. That's but that's a risk you can run for sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. You make it through the hole, but of course he is going to try to attack you. We. Okay. He rolled an unfortunate twenty-three. Yeah, that'll get me. And he rolled five damage. I. As you sprint by him, you run by, give him a slash, unable to connect, and he slashes you with his great axe. But luckily, it only slides down your back and and just shaves a bit of you, hurting you know, giving you a scrape um, mm-hmm. as you pass through. German, your turn again. Oh, good, it's my turn. I'm gonna try to light the thing on fire again. Okay, you grab the torch and. I'm not going to cost you an action to do this, but you grab the torch and just try to jam it and twist it in, hoping that the the statue will eventually light on fire. And it does seem like the, the eye socket is getting warm. It looks as if the, it may be to the point of burning, almost, okay. um, as it takes a little bit more damage. I'm going to stick a second torch in there. <laughs> <laughs> How many? All right, roll, roll. I've got right. like two flaming eyes, kind of. Now I've got six torches left, so we can go for a while. And then after that, I've got a tinderbox, so you know. Roll stab. Uh, That is a... Oh, forget. Where's the number? 18 to hit. Uh, That will definitely do it. And you are able to lodge another torch in the eyeball. When I do that, I just kind of turn my head slowly and stare at Strahd. Okay. He, he he stares back at you. In no particular in no particular mode of frustration, uh, he almost seems distracted at this point. He's he's looking at you. He's he's he knows what's going on over there, but he uh, seems as though you know he's this isn't the main thing that he's thinking about. Cool. That's all I'm doing. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, it is now Druid one, two, and three's turn. Uh, what they're going to do is they're going to turn and notice that Strahd is here. Uh, and when they do, they notice that Strahd is here, and then they turn back to the statue. And instead of moving, instead of chanting, uh, Druid three is still going to attempt to put out that fire, and we're going to see if he's successful. He is finally successful in putting out the fire that is approaching the base of the statue. So he does put out the fire. Uh, But Druid 2 and 3, they are going to take their staffs, grab them in both hands, and drop to their knees and begin chanting towards the statue. And they begin, you know, to chant incessantly um, towards the statue. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, B4, 5, and 6 are going to do no such thing, as far as I know. Let me check. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to do anything like that. Druid, or er, Berserker number 4 is going for Reginald. He is not pleased you attack the statue. He is going to attack you, Reginald. He is going to roll a 17 to hit. Negative, sir. All right, you're able to block him again with your shield. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, again, it's a good neat thing that you brought that shield for sure. Uh, and then B5 is going to try to crawl, you know, into your space, Dermon, and his goal is going to be to remove one of those torches. He's going to grab that first one uh, and try to remove it. I'm going to give you the opportunity to roll a strength check against him to see if you're able to keep this, the torch in the eyeball, okay? I will do it. All right, we're going to roll that strength check. Seven. He rolls a 15. So he is going to succeed against your strength check. That one torch, the one that you had in the longest, goes flying away from away from the thing I'm trying, the statue, and it will land boop, on the ground. Is it, does it leave fire in its wake? Uh, fire in the eyeball? Yeah. Sadly, no. There is no per- there is no burning fire in the eyeball yet. Only a charred, extend extra large eye socket at this point. Gotcha. So one torch has been removed, but one torch remains. Cool. Um, that was B four and B five, B six. Uh, he's running you down, but again, Jericho, in his anger, he's going to cross over that barrier to try to run you down. Um, Excellent. The fool. And it may be bad news again for him. We'll see. But no, thunder cracks in the sky uh, and lightning strikes the wall, but not at that point. It strikes a different point in the wall. Dang it. See if I um, tried that. As he. <laughs> Uh, and he doesn't quite make it to you. He's trying to run you down, but he's not quite there yet. Reginald, it is your turn. I'm gonna uh, take my Mason Dubler and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to smack the base of that statue again. All right, smack it. Um, it's a twenty-two. It's a sixteen plus six, but it's nothing. Of course, that of course, you will hit. Um, it's eight on this one. Uh, okay. Eight damage to the statue, man. You just ah. elemental damage plus uh <laughs> plus just smacking the crap out of it is whittling this thing down. Um, you crack another big hunk off the bottom of the statue as all the as all the druids wail in uh in despair. What else are you gonna do? All, I think that's all I got on this one. All right, um, berserker number one, two, and three. They are, again, moving in. Um, Berserker number one is going to go to the base of the statue. Berserker number three is going to move here. And Berserker number two is now going to dash and be right up on you, Reginald. You you now have two big hulking berserkers ready to axe you down. That'd be all right. Druids four, five, and six also are going to stop what they're doing well, they're going to move as close as close to the statue as they can get with their movement speed, uh, and they're going to begin chanting. And it will then become Master Strahd von Zarevich's turn. Aww. And he will use his turn to just mosey. Mosey a little bit closer to the action. That's the best turn ever. Yep. He's just using his turn to mosey. Um, 
that'll be it for him. That means it's Jericho's turn. Cool. Um, I'm going to shoot my crossbow at that berserker. Do it. That is... Dang. Wait, maybe. That's a 12. That will sadly not hit. All right. I'm going to run in with my sword, and I'm going to try and hit him with my sword. Okay. Sword it up. Nope. Yeah. I'm sorry for the double miss. Alright, that's it. Okay, so you're now in his space. Uh, Dermot, it is your turn. I, you know, I'm going to do a torch. But this time, this time, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stab, I'm going to pull out my dagger and I'm going to stab at the guy who's up there with me. Okay. I'm mad at him for doing what Stab he did. Stab him. That is a 21 to hit. That will hit. Okay, that's a 4. Uh, so that's total 7 damage. Uh, no, it's six, 6 damage. 6 damage um, on number B5. Alright, I'm also going to roll a constitution saving throw on him. Um, do you have like a spell save DC or anything that I can just use for a number for him to try to beat? Um, 12. Uh, he will succeed. He remains attached to the head of the statue as he tries to get you off of it. Uh, he does, he, his grip, his grip loosens, but from being stabbed, but he remains on the, Mm. on the statue. Mm. All right. D1, D2, D3. They're going to chant again this round. Um... So, gotcha. And then B4, B5, B6, Reginald, B4, is going to do his dirty, jolly work and try to attack you. Uh, he's going to miss. You're going to so block this or hit? He's going to miss. Okay. Uh, you're going to block his move. Um, B5 is going to, with disadvantage, try to one-hand his axe uh, at you, Dermon, to try to you know get rid of you. Okay. Will a 10 hit? Nope. He swings his axe towards you, but you're able to press into the statue, and the axe passes behind your back. Swift. Uh, and then B6, Jericho. B6 is going to a- try to axe you, my friend. Bring it. But not Will a 16 hit? Yes. He axes you for another 6 damage. Yeah. Um, and now it's Reginald's turn. All right. I'm going to swing my mace at the statue again. Roll to hit. It's a, it's a 19 plus six. So that means a crit, right? That's a crit. So it's, uh, 13 damage on that one. 13 damage. Another giant hunk of the base of this statue is destroyed. So just visually, like, shield left hand, like, kind of at my back, and then just swinging that mace at the statue with the right hand. Very cool. (laughs) Another splintering pieces of wood come flying away. Um, Yeah. 
Very I've never cool. chopped down a tree with a mace, but I'm going to try. Might as well. Yeah. You might as well try. <laughs> um, it is now B1, B2, B3's turn. B2, he's attacking you. Do it. Reginald, do it. Will a seven hit? God, can we trade the? No offense, but can we trade these rolls for old poor Jericho who's always getting the shaft? You're again able to block his his uh, attacks. B1 I have is going to move and start grown you huh? to the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> B1 is going to move to try to climb the statue to help B5. Uh, and then B3 is um, going to kind of just hang out and make sure nobody comes for the other side of the statue there. Um, D4, D5, D6 are going to continue to chant. Um Towards the statue. Um, and Strahd again uh, is going to uh, continue moseying toward. Yeah, he's just going to continue moseying. Moseying east or west, um, not directly towards the statue at this point. Uh, one thing, real quick, Reginald. You. You hear, in a kind of dreamy, uh, but perfectly perceptible voice, but you can kind of tell this is happening in your head. It's almost as if you're, uh, someone is speaking to you in your inner, in your inner self, in in your mind. There's not a lot happening in Reginald's head, so this is a new concept. You hear a whisper, a deep voice that seems to be carried on the wind but no one else reacts to it uh you hear it say long have i waited for one who is worthy my spear hungers for blood retrieve it and rule these mountains in my stead just like the mighty warriors from the early days of the whispering wall. So I am perplexed by this shield and mace lower by like a half inch. And I'm kind of looking around to see where this is coming from. Okay. Do I notice anything where, where this is coming from? Nope. It's not coming from anywhere that you can tell. It's no one else is reacting to this voice. Uh, and, you're wise enough to know that Strahd is very powerful, but this voice does not sound like his accent at all. Hmm. Not very strognificent. No. Hmm. Okay. Is it, um, is it, is it currently my turn or is this just something that happened in the middle of stuff? It's just something that's happening, happening to you at the end of this round of combat. Um, and at the end of this round of combat, you, f- you're feeling drawn to one of those rock cairns on the hillside. Um, it is, it is to the west of you. Uh, you're feeling drawn west to one of those cairns on this, almost like it's, you know, magically pulsing, saying, Reginald, Reginald, come to me. Obviously it's not doing that really, but it, it's drawing you that way. Uh, you as you hear that on the old map, um, it is a Western, it is coming from. A cairn. Because there's two rings. I'm just wondering which ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
zoom out if you zoom out a little bit, it is coming from shoot this area. Okay. You are being drawn that way. Uh, so it's pretty pretty good ways off, but not too terribly far. And now back to Jericho's turn. Cool. Uh, has D1 moved towards me anymore, or is he just moving towards the statue and chanting? He has stopped. For the last two turns, he has stopped. He is chanting. Okay. Uh, I'm going to slash at B6 with my sword. Okay. That's a... Nope, that's a miss. And I'm going to shoot my crossbow at D1. Okay. That might hit. 15? Yeah, that'll hit. Sweet. That's five damage. All right. Nice. You stick it... You stick him in the side... And he yelps. But as he yelps, he can you can hear him continue the chant. Alright. I'm gonna run towards D1. Okay. Um after your swipe against B6, he is a little bit a little bit taken aback. He tried to dodge it, so he's not going to use his reaction to try to harm you on this turn. Okay. Uh I'm running more towards the right. I'm trying to go behind D1. There we go. Cool. Derman. Yes? Your turn. Uh, let me pull up the map really quick. Um, another torch. Why not? <laughs> okay. I mean, that is that... I don't know. There's a lot of chaos down there. Hang on. There is a lot of chaos down there. Alright. One of the... I'm going to go for B4... By uh, Reginald, actually, I'm gonna shoot, shoot a bow, shoot, shoot an arrow at him. Nice, go for it. He's messing, he's messing with my boy. I gotta do something. Yeah. Let's see. An arrow flies by Reginald. Uh, okay. An arrow flies through Reginald. Uh, twenty-three. <laughs> that will of course hit. Um, twelve damage. Nice. All right. And then, uh, Reginald is Reginald injured? Has he taken t- taken a few shots? Um, I I got one hit. I've been hit. Yeah, one he's time. been blocking otherwise. Mm. Then that is all I am going to do. Very cool. Um, D one, two, D two, and D three. Uh, having been tr- threatened. D1 will not be able to complete his chant. He falters as the uh, blood from the crossbow bolt a little bit leaks from his mouth. Uh, He falters and is is unable to chant. But D2 and D3 continue their chants. Um, uh, And then the Berserkers. B4 is going to attack you, Reginald. Hey. Will a 15 hit? No, it will not. It will not. Um, and then B, B5 is going to attack with disadvantage on Old Ermin. Will a 12 hit? Nope. Okay. So he again misses on the wall. 
Um, and then B6 is going to continue running after Jericho, but he will not be able to catch up just yet. Uh, Reginald, it's your turn. Right. Um, hmm. Remind me again what the voice said, just in general. The voice said, uh, Long have I waited for one who is worthy. My spear hungers for blood. Retrieve it and rule these mountains in my stead, just like the mighty warriors from the early days of the Whispering Wall. I Sounds like somebody wants to give you a spear. Do what? Like somebody wants to give you a spear. Right. So I, I, I got to say, like this is a perfect call to adventure that... We're talking about Reginald here, so yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick look around, and I'm gonna beeline it for that way. All right, you're gonna sprint or dash? I'm I'm dashing. I'm doing it. All right, you're on your way. But as you leave, number two is going to try to attack you, and he is going to roll a twenty-three on that one. Uh, just barely, and he's going to do ten damage to you. Ooh, ow. He's going to give you a nice hearty smack in the butt on the way out. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. Yep. Um, but that will that be your turn, I assume? Uh, yeah, just making as much movement that way as I can. B2 is going to try to run you down, but he's not going to be able to follow you all the way. B1 is going to continue climbing up to the top of the statue, but he's not going to be able to do anything because he's going to have to use his dashing abilities. Uh, and B3 is just going to continue standing there trying to protect his homies. Um, and then D4, D5, and D6 are all going to continue to chant towards the statue of Strahd von Zarovich. And Strahd, again, having he has said nothing, he has really done nothing, he and Bocephalus are going to continue inching towards the action. He's just standing there menacingly. Menacingly. Um, okay. It is now Jericho's turn again. All right. Uh, going to shoot a crossbow at Berserker 6. That's a crit fail. And then I'm going to oh, run no. towards D1. Can I make it to D1? You can. I can? Yep. Okay. And I'm going to run to him, and I'm going to slash my sword at him. Slash him. Oh, thank goodness. That's a 26. With the, roll with advantage. He's not paying attention to you. It doesn't matter. I got a 26 to hit. Yeah, the other one was, was a that, fail. Is there no nat, nat 20 involved in a 26? No. Okay, cool, great. <laughs> it's a 17, oh, I'm sorry, 23. It was 17 plus 6. Okay, it's still, of course, a hit. And that's a 3 damage. No, not 3 damage. What is my modifier now? Because I got a ability score improvement last time. I think I've been changing it by one point. Yeah, I got a plus four now, so it's five damage. Nice. All right, so actually with five damage, you're going to come up behind that that druid. 
I imagine you run up behind him. He's not paying attention. You, you've put two bolts in him so far. You reach around his neck and slash his throat. Slice him. Nice. Almost cutting his head clean off. A mm. druid is dead. A druid is off the board. He deserves Finally, it. one of them's down. The sound of chanting is now a little bit lower volume. The sound of gurgling and dying has increased substantially. That's it. Okay. Uh, Dermon, it's your turn. There is a uh, berserker on your left and right. There are two of them there now? Mm-hmm. Oh. And at this point, your torch on the left eye uh, is really starting to get hot. About to catch fire. I'm going to jam another one in there. All right, okay. jam it. Roll for stabbing. Roll for stabby stab. That's a uh, eleven. Eleven. You successfully stab. Got that good stabby stab. Oh yeah. And then that's all I'm gonna do. My turn. All right. Uh, with that stab, we're gonna say this statue is gonna catch fire. The head begins to be consumed, coming from the eye, begins to be consumed with fire. Uh, and it's going to take a little bit of damage from that as the fire begins to start roaring. Finally. Alright. Is that, you're good now? Or have you moved? Did you move or anything? Um, am I, am I on top of the, I'm like on the neck basically, right? Like, yeah, I'm picturing you like kind of standing on the shoulder slash neck and jamming those torches in. Okay. I want to climb up to the top of the head. Okay. It's going to be hot and smoky up there. Do it. Okay. I have, I have placed the hot, the heat and the smoke. (laughs) And you're good. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, D1 is dead. D2 and D3 continue their chance. Um, Barbarian number four is running after Reginald, but will not catch him. Will he catch me? Barbarian number six is going to try to run down uh, Jericho, but will be just out of his range. Uh, and Barbarian number five is going to try to swing at you with disadvantage, German. He's going to reach up and try to swing that axe. Okay. Uh, he is going to miss again. Not effective combat combatants, he, it seems. Wouldn't he have gotten an attack of opportunity on me when I moved? Um, I decided probably not just because of them trying to hang on to the side of the statue. Gotcha. Um, how's morale? Is everybody okay? Is anybody you know wanting to kill themselves or anything for, during this episode? <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm like I'm I'm called to adventure. All right, Reginald, your turn. I'm being called to adventure. I'm I'm beelining it for for the the thing that calls to me. All right, another dash. Oh yeah. Um, you're getting close. I'm going to say, honestly, at this point, you might, you might be able to get all the way there on your next dash. Can I smell it from here? Smell it. Ooh. Does the smell taste good? So I want to, like, over my shoulder, I I see that the thing is lit in a blaze on top of its head, and I want to call out, Good show, Damon! 
and I keep running. All right. Uh, B2 is going to try to run you down. B1. Um, yeah, B2 is going to run you down to the point where he's going to cross over that cross over that wall. We're going to see what happens. He disintegrated. Actually, <laughs> B2 runs and tries to vault over the wall, but lightning strikes him as he does. A big bolt of lightning whoosh, comes down on the berserker as he crosses over the wall, and he's going to take some substantial damage. In the back of Reginald's mind, there's two voices. One is yelling, cool! The other one is yelling, I'm glad it wasn't me. He's going to take... Nine. Uh... Fourteen. Oh my. Twenty. Twenty-nine. Three. Thirty-nine. Forty-four. God. <laughs> it's lightning. <laughs> Forty stabbing. So what we need to do is just make the statue jump over the wall and it'll be okay. The dice were in your favor, boys. All of you see this berserker trying to run down Reginald. None of you know what Reginald's doing, but the berserker tries to King Kong jump over the rock wall, and as he does, a bolt of lightning strikes him to the point where he evaporates before your very eyes. <laughs> He's gone in a in a bloody paste uh, as he tried to chase down Reginald. That nice. is unfortunate. Hmm. <sighs> Oh, no. um, I'm thinking I wouldn't want to be on top of a giant statue right now. No, that's fine. It's okay. <laughs> uh, that's going to be all of their turns. Uh, and D4, 5, and 6 are going to keep chanting. So with their chanting, is there is there any noticeable change that we're, we're, we're seeing in the statue or anything else? Um, you know what? Since you asked, everybody roll a little, per- little perception, a little investigation, wisdom, you know, something like that. I got 11. I also got 11. Dermon, again, uh, you're on the statue. Roll with advantage, my friend. I'm sorry. I got four. I'm going to 14. Okay. Uh, the longer they chant, Dermon, the more <laughs> magical energy. It's faint, but you can feel it coursing through this statue. The longer they chant, the more you feel. That is certainly not good. Um, I was saying right now. Chimichimichungas, it is Strahd Von Zarovich's turn. He is going to take his turn to just watch things unfold. Menacingly. He is truly just standing there menacingly. Uh, Jericho, it's your turn. Sweet. Uh, How close are D2 and B3? Uh, They're about... To each other. To each other? They're probably 10 feet away from each other, I guess. Okay. Um... Let me see if this will work. Let 
No, it will not. So Hail of Thorns, uh, when you hit an enemy with it, it uh, makes a circle within five feet of it. But I was going to shoot between them, but I don't think it activates unless you hit an enemy. Yeah, I don't think it does. All right. Um... You know what? I'm going to use it anyway. No. I'm going to ensnaring strike. Okay. On the berserker right in front of me. All right. B3, ensnaring strike. Tell me what to do. God, I don't want to use a spell slot on him. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to hit him with a crossbow if I can. Okay. That is a 12 again. Not going to hit. That, yeah, that will be a miss. Your bolt slides past him right close to his neck, almost opening the skin, but not enough to slice him. I will progress uh, towards D5. Progress towards D5, all right. Again, cool. trying to get on his backside. Gotcha. You're on it. That's it. Um, or you're headed that way. It is now Dermon's turn. Ooh, buddy. Um, okay, so magical energy is coursing through. It's who is it? D two and D three that's doing the chanting. Uh, they're all. All the druids are chanting. Oh, poopy. Um, okay. Well, let me see. All undistracted druids are in the middle of a chant. Uh, what do I have? But I'm going to roll some damage on that statue since it caught on fire on your last turn. Heck yeah. The fire consumes, is now almost consuming the whole head of the, uh, of the statue. And at this point, after the base of it being uh, almost utterly destroyed by Reginald and now the top of it being lit ablaze, it is not looking very good. And every all the members around are looking concerned, ex- with the exception of Strahd von Zarovich. Okay. Um, trying to see. I will cast a Radiant... Wait, was it? Guiding Bolt... At uh, D2. Okay, cast it. Let me get the appropriate information here. I'll cast a spell. Okay. That's 19 to hit. Oh my gosh. You will hit. Heck yeah. Okay, so that's 11 damage. Wait, hang on. I need to make sure. Uh, Yeah, it's 11 damage and he glows... With faint light, so um, advantage on attacks until the end of the start. No, and the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn. Okay. So one attack against him has advantage. All right, so you said it was 11 damage on him? Indeed. A a guiding bolt collides with D5, uh, shaking his resolve um, and stopping his chant as he staggers. Uh, and he is, you know, glowing with light, ready to be attacked. Cool. Anything else? Not as it. Okay. Um, it is now. Whose turn is it? 
It is now D2 and D3's turn. Uh, D2 will continue their chant, and D3 will will continue uh, chanting. As they uh, and with every chant, with every word they say, you can feel the statue pulse with a little bit more, a little more power. Um, it should be noted, Dermon, that this would probably be the, your last turn of safety on the head of a burning statue. I understand. Uh, B4 and B5. So B4 is still trying to run down Reginald, uh, but he's going to stop at the wall. He's not going to cross the wall. B5 is going to attack you with disadvantage, German. Ooh, luckily you got that disadvantage because it would have been a nat 20. Uh, instead, it was a 22 to hit. Yeah, they're going to hit. He is going to hit you for four damage with his great axe, slicing off, <sighs> slicing across your toes. My toes, no, Sli- slicing them piggies. Um, um, B six is going to again. He's trying to chase down Jericho, but will still not quite get to it. <laughs> uh, that means it's Reginald's turn. I'm a running, Reginald. You arrive at the cairn. Alright. Do I need to perception something? Investigate? Uh, it looks like a pile of rocks. Okay. Um, can I put my hand on the pile of rocks? Um, you can put your hand on the pile of rocks uh, and you roll one of the rocks aside uh, and inside this cairn you see a spear. Ooh. I want to reach up in there and grab that bad boy. You grab what is called a blood spear. Oh, that's a spear. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just, I guess, reveal what this thing does for the sake of time. Kavan was a ruthless chieftain whose tribe lived in the Balanok Mountains centuries before the arrival of Strahd von Zarevich. Although he was very much alive, Kavan had some traits in common with vampires. He slept during the day and hunted at night. He drank the blood of his prey and he lived underground. In battle, he wielded a spear stained with blood. His was the first blood spear, a weapon that drains life from those it kills and transfers that life to its wielder, imbuing that individual with the stamina to keep fighting. When you hit with a melee attack using this magic spear and reduce the target to zero hit points, you gain 2d6 temporary hit points. Sweet. 2d6 on their expiration? Yes. Um, But also, because Kavan himself chose you to wield this spear, you will also receive a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude. So it's a... Sometimes it pays to be a barbarian. Right? So it's a plus two to attack and damage. Yeah, man. Nice. Well, I'm not a barbarian, but... Oh, you're a fighter. You're right. Sorry. It pays to be a, you know, fighter guy. Hey, I was just making sure we're on the right page here. Yeah, sorry. Okay. You're the closest thing we've got to a barbarian. That's my logic. It's all good. So I've used all my my movement to get there, and I've done an action to grab this thing. Um... I want to just hold this thing up over my head, victorious style, all happy and proud, and gaze back at the battle before me. Perfect. 
Um, that means it's one, two, and three's turn. B one is also going to try to attack you, Dermot. Do it with disadvantage. Will a fourteen hit? Uh, yeah, it means. All right, so he's going to hit you with that battle axe, and he's going to do a hearty eight damage to you. Oh, baby. He catches you in the thigh as he swings that axe up towards you. B2 is dead. He was vaporized last turn. Uh, And B3 is still kind of waiting for someone to attack. He doesn't really have much to do. He's trying. He wants to protect the statue. He wants to, you know, kill the enemies, but he he's, uh, you know, waiting for something to happen. Um, And then the druids down there, D4, D5 and D6, not D5, excuse me. Uh, D4 and D6 will continue their chants. Uh, And D5 um, is angry that you shot him with an ensnaring strike. But he does nothing except for he tries to he's trying to concentrate. He's trying to gather himself to begin chanting again, Um, which makes it now Strahd Vanzarovich's turn. Um... Uh, at this point, Strahd gazes upon the battlefield, uh, and he looks at all, all three of you, and he, you, he can almost be seen giving you a, a brief slow clap, almost as if he is impressed with, uh, how long you've lasted against all these many enemies. Well, he should be. Jericho, it is your turn, my king. Cool. Let's keep doing this. Uh, okay, 23 to hit B6 with my crossbow. You do it. Yay. That is seven damage again. Okay. Another crossbow bolt sticks out of B6's chest. And continue towards D5. I can't make it D5. to it, can I? Uh, yes, you can, because I decide what is what. Okay, cool. And I want to help us move along. Sword just slash. I, you know, sword slash, do it. That's a 22 to hit. You will hit. Cool. That's six damage. Six damage. D5 is looking much worse for the wear, but not dead yet. But I'm not dead yet. But he is successfully distracted and unable to chant currently. Dermon, it is your turn. Ooh, goody. Um, I will sling an arrow at D2. Sling it! Has anyone uh, struck at him since... At D2? Yeah. Nah. Okay. No, not D2. Wait, I thought it was D5 you did the thing to. No. Was it? Oh, okay. No, I thought yeah, it was nobody, two. nobody struck at D2, but Bryce did strike at D5. Did you give him advantage on that? Uh, No, Bryce, do you want to roll and see if you get a 20? Well, no, it was supposed to be on D2 is what I'm saying. Oh, well, he didn't attack D2 yet, okay, so cool. you're good. Um, So I got... Uh, I always forget my numbers. I got a 13 on D2. Okay, uh, that will hit. Heck yeah, man. Where's my numbers? Ooh, goody. That is 14 damage. 14 damage on Mr. D2. All right. 
Mr. D2 takes 14 damage, and his chanting, he is distracted. He is unable to continue his chant. Uh, and we also need to roll some fire damage on that statue. Fire bad. Zenus. Yes. The fire has burned underneath. Mm. The fire has burned underneath you, uh, and I'm going to need you actually to roll uh, a... An, I'm going to call it an acrobatics check. Okay. I'm kind of good at those. The fire has burned the neck of this, has burned deep into the head and down through the neck and into the chest of the statue as the smoke rises into the air. It's a 13. Uh, You will successfully ride this statue to the ground uh, because the head or not ride it to the ground, but the, the head drops down into the chest. <laughs> Sparks fly everywhere. Uh, and as it does so, you land gracefully still on the head as the flame kind of wreathes you for just a moment. Uh, you can feel the heat. You do take one damage from the heat uh, as it you know envelops you for a moment. Uh, and then the, the, the drop of this heavy head into the chest of the statue breaks one of the legs uh, where Reginald was attacking uh, and the statue begins to topple a little to the left and forward, falling timber style. Uh, And as it falls, you're able to move to its back and stay vertical and walk down its back as the statue falls flat uh, into the area, crushing D2 and almost crushing D5. No, D2 and B3. D2 has been deleted. B3 has been crushed underneath the statue. B5 has been slung over here and is prone. B1 has been slung into Jericho space and is prone. The statue no longer stands. The statue is on the dirty old stinky ground. Uh, as I want to draw it. Ooh, dumb statue fall down. <laughs> uh, and Derman, you are you are at its back uh, as you have fallen. The statue has crashed to the ground and the druids are crying in despair. Why? Derman just kind of looks back at the statue and goes, hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, there you have it. D2 and D3 are upset. Uh, D2 is dead, rather. (laughs) Uh, D3 is, is quite upset. Um, and he is going to rush over towards you, Derman. He's going to get in your space, but there's nothing he can do after that. Um... That means it is now B4, B5, and B6's turn. Uh, B5 is angry. He's moving uh, towards Derman as well. I hate that it. I wish I could make it go a layer higher. Um, he's going to go over there towards Derman. Uh, B4 is going to also be rushing in towards Durban, almost maybe waiting for his buddy to arrive so they can kill them together. 
Uh, and B6 is going to move in towards Jericho, who he's been chasing the whole time. Reginald, it is your turn. With a tear in my eye, <laughs> I whisper the word adventure, and I rush back towards everybody. All right, Reginald, I'm going to be... I want to be generous. Your dash takes you all the way to the wall. No, I could, I could totally do it because I've got the, um, the uh, aggressive. That's the. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Your dash successfully takes you towards the wall. Sweet. Can I hop them over that wall? Uh, would your aggression thing be part of your action? Um, just saying, movement wise, I think your as a bonus action move up to your movement speed towards a hostile creature. So as long as I'm rushing towards the enemy, I get right. double movement. So even you going this far, even if you used all those things at your disposal, if we were going by real distance, you wouldn't have made it. So that's why I said I'm gonna be generous and say, for the sake of you know this this turn, I will allow you to instead take two turns to get back to the wall. You are at the wall. That's so a long shot. Okay, we're good. Yes. Um, now it is B1 and B, B3 is dead and B2 was already dead, right? So technically they were all dead to begin with. It is B1's turn. B1 is going to attack you, Jericho. Okay. He rolls another 22. Uh, It's a hit. And he will do a two damage. Cool. You're able to swashbuckle some of that damage away. I'm not a swashbuckler. You you have a sword, don't you? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know what swashbuckling really means, folks. <laughs> you gotta buckle them swashes. <laughs> uh, D4 is upset, um, but he doesn't know what to do. D4 just turns to Strahd uh, and in shame drops to the ground on his knees. Uh, D5 is going to do a little thunder a thunder wave on you guys, boys. So let me remind myself about thunder wave as I need to do. Thunder wave. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. So I'm going to make B1 and Jericho make a constitution saving throw. Okay. That is 20, not natural. All right, you succeed. You are not pushed 20 feet away. Uh, B1 is going to take some damage. Um, You are going to take four damage from the thing, from the Thunder Wave, and you will not be pushed. So the Druid is angry. It claps its hands. And a thunderous a thunderous wave hits you with force, but you're able to dig your toes in. You must be wearing your golf shoes because you don't slide back. But B1 left his golf shoes at home, and he slides back 10 feet and is knocked prone. Do I get opportunity attack on him? Uh, sure. As he, as he stumbles backwards, you can try to squash him up on him. Cool. Which I That's a miss. say is, inter- is interchangeable with Slash. It was a miss. Not I'm just intimidated by a berserker with golf shoes. <laughs> An undead berserker with golf shoes. 
Yeah, we weren't. They're they're not really. They're just painted up people. They don't look to be undead. Ah. Uh, um. Does anyone remember what shifter variant I took? The one with the bitey bite, I think. Gloom stalker. Longtooth. Oh no. Let me. Let me pull them up and see if I can remember based on description. While you do that, Strahd is angry now. Uh, he's pretty frustrated that uh, you destroyed the statue that these creatures had built. But he doesn't seem to be frustrated at you. He seems to be frustrated at uh, his creatures. And so Strahd von Zarovich reaches out his hand. And he cast a little spell called Fireball. That's a A bright streak flashes from his outstretched hand to a point. It will then blossom with a low roar into an explosion of flame. Each creature uh, in a radius uh, centered on that point must make a dexterity saving throw. And he's not shooting at you guys. He is shooting... At this crowd of homeboys here. So old Strahd is going to cast him a fireball. And see if he can't murder. uh, What seem to be your enemies. And what do not seem to be his enemies. So. Dexterity saving throws. All around for those creatures. Um, Like a man stomping bugs. Let me... Okay. That's a fail. That's a fail. That's a fail. And what do you know? That's a fail. Four, all four of these creatures fail their constitution saving or their dexterity saving throws. Um, and he's going to cast it uh, with a lot more than a one than a fourth level spell slot. So I'm going to roll damage on these creatures. Oh my. Um, six damage, nine damage, uh, eleven damage, twelve, no, thirteen damage, fifteen damage, uh, twenty-one damage. I need like an auctioneer voice for this. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-six damage, twenty-nine damage, uh, and then another thirty-five damage. So. D4 and D6 take a 35 damage. Dead. Dead. D4 and D6 have been burned alive. B4 is burned alive. B5 is on fire, but still alive. So there are far less creatures for you to deal with on the battlefield at this point. The two druids are dead. And B4 is dead. Very little stands between you and anybody else now, Reginald. Um, but Strahd has cast a fireball uh, on these things. And you can hear him say... I suppose that I should not have expected much better from these... C- 
Cretanous worshippers of mine. You live to fight another day, and to be honest, you are more formidable than I once thought. Maybe soon I will have you over for dinner. In the meantime, I suppose, I should go and visit Irina, since you have left her unattended. Have a good evening, you wretched swine. And he's going to turn and begin walking away on his horse, Bocephalus. I don't think that's too good. He's not very friendly. Question, question out of character. Yep. Just wondering, wasn't wasn't this morning earlier? Uh, you it was like noon when you showed up here. Okay. Yeah, we had well, to they, travel. We left in the morning. But it's the vampire Strahd, right? Yeah. But he's out during the daytime, right? I'm just checking. He is correct. Yes, he is correct. He is out during the daytime. Okay. Didn't know if I was having a moment or a seizure or what was going on, but I think I'm okay now. The sun is obscured very much by uh, fog. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Vampires are a little bit different in this land than maybe traditional vampirism. It's all good. It's all good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think I had a shifter choice because it's not on my little app thing. I think you were Wild Hunt. Actually, that sounds familiar. Maybe. Because that's like you get plus two to wisdom, and when you shift, you have advantage on. Or no, you were long tooth. Because you're a crocodile. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. Yeah. I think I was thinking of Wild Hunt. Okay, I haven't used any of my long tooth abilities at all. You have so far been quite heavy on the crossbow and sword. Yeah. It is true. Not that I know whether those other things are more useful or not. No, I should have gone with Swift Stride, all things considered. All right, I'm good to go. All right. Um, that out of the way, uh, Reginald, for, for a brief split second, in the back of my mind, he's thinking, well, you know, that strong guy invited us to dinner. It's a nice guy. And then he realizes he's talking about he needs to go back and, and find Arena because nobody's there to guard her. So now Reginald's kind of pissed. Okay. As he should be. Uh, yeah. I'm going to, D3 is going to shillelagh on you, uh, Derman. Bring it. Stab the. Will, will a 22 hit? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, for six damage, you're going to get shillelaghed. Oh. Um, interestingly enough, D3 looks looks quite healthy after seeing all this stuff happen. Um, it is now B5's turn. B5 is on fire. He's going to take some more damage because he's been hurt, harmed with the fireball. Uh, he's going to take a, a hearty 16 damage whilst being on fire as the fire dissipates. Uh, and he is not looking so hot currently. Uh, and then B6 is going to inch his way towards you, Jericho. He's going to get up in your space at this point. Um, and he's going to try to attack you, my friend. Mm -hmm. 
but he's going to only roll a 13. That's very close, but no. All right. It is now Reginald's turn. All right. Um, closest ally I can see I'm beelining towards Dermon. All right, cool. Um, you're going to have to cross the wall, which could spell disaster. Uh, Reginald? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, I hope you wore your rubber pants. <laughs> I always wear my rubber pants. <laughs> oh, doody, doody, doody. Oh, big, big, bad, bad, doody. All right, I'm going to roll the damage on a lightning strike. <laughs> Reginald, you have just been uh, struck by lightning. Okay. Okay. Legitimately, like, like to me as a player and also Reginald as a character, like under the impression that like these, these dudes can't leave the circle, but we're okay. Yeah, no, well, sure. It makes sense at this point. Um, but alas, that has not been the case. Ouch. Um, yeah, bad news. Um, you're going to take, you know what it was? I'm holding a spear. That's what it is. It was. You're not going to take as much as the other guy, which is beneficial. You're going to take 35 damage. I'm dead. But not outright, right? That's not enough to kill you outright. I've only got 24 health right now, so. Yeah, but you're not. Like, Wait, what's your. You're not dead, dead. Yeah, what's your total? My, my total health? Your total available health. What what's your what would be your total if you're a full? Oh, 41. Okay, yeah, you're fine. You're not you're just you're incapacitated. Okay, so, cool. So Reginald goes to climb over the wall and then lightning whoosh, strikes him and he flops lifeless uh to the grass <laughs> on the other side of the wall, on the you know, the inner side of the wall. <laughs> How how's the smell? Like is it a good is it a good cooking smell or it smells like rancid bacon? I mean, if you're real hungry, I guess. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bad news, boys. Um, That means it is B1's turn, and he's going to move around here so Jericho may not be able to escape. Mm. Um, Great. And then it's D5's turn. D5 uh, is... Gonna try to shillelagh on you, Jericho. Are we? Uh, which is a 19 to hit. <laughs> That's me. Uh, four. That's my number. For, for four damage. There's no way he shillelaghed me for four damage. He did. You mean that's too much or too little? That's too little. No, he did. I rolled it. It said four. Uh, and he's also gonna try to almost apologetically run towards Strahd as if to to seek back some sort of favor with this with his god which has you know killed his friends Attack of uh, so he's leaving your he's leaving your area <laughs> that's a 22 to hit that will hit crossbow I want to get him like oh. in the back of the head as he's running towards Strahd <laughs> you do that's a eight damage. 
your arrow passes through the back base of his skull and out between his eyes and he flops down forward with his arms outstretched reaching toward his god as if he were bowing but he's dead (laughs) great i like that i think that's a pretty cool image it is it is very i'm over there plopped in a simmering (laughs) just a heap over there on the corner smell like old bacon and he's praising his god (laughs) shawshank lobotomization right uh Whatever you you gonna eat what I give you to eat. <laughs> I'll bite it off. Um, all right, it is Strahd's turn. Strahd is gonna gallop away on Bocephalus and leave combat. He's gone. What happened when he hopped that wall? Not a thing. Dang it. Because <laughs> he's cool like that. <laughs> Man's on a flaming horse. I mean, you gotta get him to that. Um, let's see. No, he. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, he did come inside the wall, didn't he? Um. <laughs> Bum 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 bum. Jericho's turn. Cool. Surrounded by three. He was making chicka bum noises. Are they within combat range? Can I retreat? What's the deal? B one is not. B six is. Okay. Then I'm going to poop. I get disadvantage on my crossbow shots from this distance. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to retreat towards the flaming B5. I'm going to okay. cast in uh, Hail of Thorns on my crossbow. Okay. I will incur an attack of opportunity if you want to go ahead and handle you that. I will. Uh, 19. Yeah. Five damage. And... Somebody's typing. B6 and B1 within five feet of each other? Uh, you know what? Let's call it that. They are. You sure? We're making a lot of... Yeah, they... (laughs) No, they are. They absolutely are. We. Oh, yeah. They were trying to keep you from leaving, but he was B one wasn't quite close enough to that you for melee stuff. Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. So you cast on your crossbow and fired away, but it, the arrow passed between them as you tried to run. Oh no. Dermon, it is your turn. Real quickly, I what? Go ahead. What? You go ahead. I'm going to step into the cleric role for a brief moment, not the crazy cat Christmas tree role. Um, I notice the rather resounding crack and peal of thunder and flash of light, uh, I assume, at least. And the aroma. And the the aroma. I'm a cat, and you're also like 10 feet away, so it probably singed a couple of my hairs, too. But I, like, turn around and and immediately channel divinity on... um, Reginald, and that will do as I read it. Uh, as an action, you present your holy symbol and evoke healing energy that can restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level. So, 15. All so, right. I'm going to give Reginald 15 of those healy dudes, and then... 
perfect. Oh, so we use that, get rid of that. And then I'm going to cast upon myself a first level healing word. As it is a boom second. Okay. Sounds so good. So that neither of us dies. Well, I don't almost die that much. Do I actually revive or am I stable? No, you revive. Yeah, you get you get the I'm at minus eleven, so now I'm at four. No, that's not yeah. how that works. Oh yeah, sorry, not how that works. You you have fifteen now. You go from zero. Oh, okay. Yep. The only way the only way the negative works is if the negative equals your po- like your positive total, and then you would outright die. Yeah. Okay. All right, that'll work. And I regain eight hit points, right. so we're all toasty clean. Toasty clean. Say, and then do you move or anything? Yeah, because I haven't moved, I'm going to move. Uh, gosh, like up. I'm gonna move past Reginald and kind of, uh, like basically directly above the statue by like two squares, if possible. All right. The as you leave, the druid is going to try to swing his staff at you, but he is unable to hit you. Um. And Reginald and Dermon, give me a little uh, little perception action. Right. Oh, that's a 14. Right, and Jericho, you turned around to shoot your crossbow. You do it too. Okay. That's a five. I'm, I just woke up from crispiness. Yeah. Reginald, you don't notice. Dermon, what'd you uh, roll? 14. Okay. I got a seven. All right. So Jericho and Reginald don't notice, but Dermon, as you round the corner going around the statue... You can see right in the center of the statue's back that the flames that should be orange uh, are somewhat green there. Strange. Um, yeah, well, that's that now has my attention. I will be dealing with that on my next available opportunity. Okay. D number three is going to try to run you down. Um... Uh, he's trying to chase you away, but he needed to dash to do that, so he cannot attack you. Uh, B number five is going to move to Jericho and going to swing a ling-a-ding on him. Isn't he on fire? Oh my! Uh, no, you're right. He he's not. Well, he he was on fire, but his fire dissipated. He is not looking very very uh, very good right now, Jericho. Not like swinging a ding-a-ling. He is quite charred. I'm actually even going to give him disadvantage on this swing because of how charred he really is. And uh, in doing so, he rolls a 14. That'll hit. All right. He's still able to connect with his great axe for four damage. Is that with his modifier? Yeah. They haven't been rolling great on damage. Oh, yeah. But these boys might have an opportunity. B6 can't get to you with his movement speed, but B1 can. They're still trying to circle you up. B1 is also going to attack with no disadvantage. And he's going to roll a 13. That will not hit. All right. So you so you take a hit from B5. It doesn't hurt you too bad. You're able to turn around and block an incoming uh, Great Axe swing. Um. All right, it is now Reginald's turn. All right, so <clears throat> I'm back awake now. Yep. 
Um, Dermot, how far are you away? 580 feet? Uh, like 15 feet from me, Like probably. 15 feet. That'll work. So I'm sitting up. In your range. The action is still happening. Dermot, he said he was going back for Orlando. We gotta, we gotta go. Well, that will have to wait for just a moment. We're still in the middle of things, as you can see. Alright, so I'm going to... Mm, I'm going to stab at that D3. Okay. Remember, you get a plus... Or if you're doing with the mace, you don't get plus two. If you're stabbing him with the spear, it's a plus two. Well, I can't stab with a mace, so... That's true. Yes, yeah, sorry, a, go ahead. It's a nat 20 plus eight, but the eight don't count. Yep, nat 20, nice. Alright, so it's uh, 15 damage. Did you add the plus two? Yeah, that was like the whole thing. All right. So cool. It was 15 like a damage four, five and D- a plus six. 15 damage on D3. You stab him right between his ribs, but he is not dead. He's bleeding profusely, but he's not dead yet. Like that good old profuse bleeding. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use as much movement speed as possible. No, I got I got double movement speed. I'm going to beeline it towards where um, Jericho is at. Okay. Um, so you move towards Jericho. Well, just pretend you're halfway there. Pretend you're, you didn't go way north, but there's, when you erase things, apparently. It does the thing. I got you. Stuff happens. Um, but you do pass through D3's area in doing that, and he's going to swing his, his staff at you because it has crossed over around since the last time you did that. Uh, will a 13 hit? Will not, sir. All right, you are able to get past him and not be hit by his junk. All right. Um, oh, my. That's a visual. Mm-hmm. Um, I accidentally took B1's turn too early, Bryce, so he's not going to act on this turn. He is going to do whatever he did last turn in this turn. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's now your turn, Jericho. All right. Uh, I'm going to swing at B5. Oh, B5, swing it right in. off the uh, table. Roll it again, unless it was a hit. That's a uh, 14. That will hit, my sir. Cool. That's a uh, 9 damage. Yes. You take your sword, stabbing it up behind his ribs and into his lung and heart. Does it make a crackle noise as it goes through that crisp Oh, skin? yeah. It crickled. It crickles and cracks. And as you pull your blade out, uh, a mixture of blood, mud, and ash uh, comes off and from within this dead berserker as he falls limp to the ground. Mm. Tasty. Also, my uh, hail of thorns is still on my crossbow because it doesn't activate until I hit something with it. Awesome. So I'm gonna shoot at B six. Perfect. Is no, no, uh, nothing will mess you up doing that. Okay. Is he within range of B one though? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Come on, baby. Yeah, that's a twenty. Not natural. Yes, it will hit. Cool. That's uh five damage directly to B six plus okay. a D ten to both of them. That's a 10 to B6. 
and a nine to be one. Okay. All right. Perfect. So both of them are still looking pretty healthy. Um, Good grief. <laughs> but uh, they're okay. Um, but they just watched their friends die. So who knows what might happen. Dermon, what's next? I'm going to go to that old flamey thing. All right, so you're going to leave D3's space, but he can't hurt you because he already swung at Reginald. Nice. Uh, and imagine you're now standing on near the as near to that green flame as you can, but uh, remember that statue is still kind of actively burning. Still kind of actively burning. Let me see. Let me see if I've got something for that. What am I looking at? Hold on, hold on. Anti-burn cream. Anti-burn cream, exactly. Some mitts. I, Did I bring any aquaphor with me? Uh, it's generic, but it's the same thing, really. I see an aloe plant over there. Let me go get that. <laughs> oh, I searched for oh, aloe. Yes. Thanks, Strahd, for druids. Um, yeah i'm gonna cast create or destroy water i'm going to create water uh you create up to 10 gallons of clean water within range in an open container alternatively the water falls as rain in a 30 foot cube within range extinguishing exposed flames in the area okay so i like that you know you know suck it up you're able to put the fire out this this the uh the statue is no longer burning. Cool. I'm going to... Where smoke once rose from the statue's burning, you know, visage, now only steam. And then I that that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to move as close to that as possible, and then that's, that's all I got. Um, all right. Actually, I, I look over at uh, Reginald, who's nearby, and I say, I think there's something important in the statue's back. Oh, my body. <laughs> well, I'm I'm actually running towards the action, so I'm uh, I'm just shouting over as I'm running. Can you deal with it? Okay. D three is going to so technically you're all you're like near the statue now, not where I put your D. Uh, so D three is going to sprint towards that same area where the where you see this glowing green light now. Um, reflecting and refracting beautifully, beautifully through all this clear white steam, or uh, you know, pure white steam. Now that's coming off this uh, heated uh, statue, and it's going to dash past your area. He's going to try to dash through to get to that stone before you. Will you a- attack? I, I will him? attack him. Roll will to attack. Attacketh at him. Himeth. That is a mighty sixteen. That will hit. What are you attacking Dagger. with? Uh, six damage. Nice. All right. As he runs past you, you take out your dagger in your right hand uh, with the blade coming from underneath. And you just, as he goes to run past, you just whip out and close Lyman with the dagger. And the dagger slides into his neck. Uh, and you can feel his legs stop holding up all of his weight as it falls towards you. And you pull the dagger out. And he falls down dead on the top of the back of this burning earth steaming statue and the third druid is dead. Derman does not play 
when treasure is afoot. <laughs> All right. Uh, that means it is Reginald's turn. Nope, it's not. It's B6's turn. B6 does not like being shot with thorny stuff. He's going to move into Jericho and do an attack. Ugh. What a loser. Will a 15 hit? Yes, it will. Will it 10 damage happen? Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. Good grief. You take a big stinky hit with a great axe. I suggest B1 not hit me. <laughs> but it's Reginald's turn now. I'm beelining that way, so I'm headed straight towards where the action's at, where Jericho is. Reginald, based on where we said you were and not where you actually were, you make it. You're within range of these bad guys now. Yeah, yeah. So, I've caught up to Jericho. Uh, I've got this cool spear now, and i got shield and everything. He's got um, advantage on saving uh, if somebody attacks him. Yay! Um, Right. And... I want to take like 10 and a half seconds, maybe 10 and a quarter seconds. This strong guy, he said he's going for, going for a arena. We got, we got to go. I heard him, but we're kind of preoccupied here. Oh, and I want to see if I can stab at one of them, whichever one's closer. B6. B6. I stab at him. Stab him. Um, it's a, it's a 13. That'll hit. No, it won't. What? Wait. Oh. Yeah, it will, because it meets. It will hit. And it's uh, 11 of those damage. All right. He looks like he might have about one more of those in him as you stab him and the blood leaks out of his belly. Moving on. That's all I got for now. Okay. That makes it B1's turn. B1 is going to move in and try to attack the newcomer. Uh, he's going to try to attack Reginald. Uh, with a 19 to hit. Uh, that will. Uh-oh. Okay. But he will only do two damage. Two? For the dice have helped you. Wow. Um, and B6 will also try to attack you, this new large newcomer. Do it. Ooh, yeah, it's he rolled a 24. B6. Yeah, that'll be Huh? B six. Oh, he can't attack. Yeah, sorry, he can't attack now. It was just, it was just B one's turn. My bad, my bad. I apologize. Getting ahead of myself. Yeah. It is now Jericho's turn. Cool. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Reginald. All right, you cast it. Woo, what I get? Reginald, you get one d eight plus my spell casting modifier, which is. Uh, you want to roll it? You can roll it. Um, my spell modifier is four. So I had a um, I got. I'm up to 23 now. Woo! Cool. Woohoo! Nice. And then I'm must. Thank you. It's much appreciated. I'm still like smoldering a little bit. Yeah, I'm not doing too well myself, but I can't cast it on me. Um. Okay, and as my bonus what? action, I am going to shiftery shifty. Shift. I do that. When you shift, you now you're what? Temporary hit points equal to your level plus your Constitution modifier. Awesome. So that will be six 
temporary hit points, which is good, which is because it's six times what I had. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, okay, is that your turn? Yep, that's all I got. All right, Dermon, what's up? I'm going to go to the, the place. All right, you approach the back of the shadow, and you can see, uh, surrounded by steam, it's not red hot, but it's it's large, and it's green, and it's glowing. It's a gym, a large, magic-looking rock. Magic rock. Is it small enough for me to, to hoist on my own? Uh, yes, you may hoist it on your I own. I do it then. You now hoist a large football-sized glowing green rock. Large green rock. Got it. Um, then I'm going to, I suppose, hold there and cast upon... Well, how, how much movement speed do I have left after going getting there and grabbing that? I want to move as close uh, as possible to the to R and J. You probably got half of it left, so I, I, I bet you could end up about right, you know, right in there, right close to him. Okay. You step off the shoulder of the statue. Okay, I'm gonna cast. Uh, oh crap, that's the wrong one. I'm gonna cast Droll Dag Dagum. Where's the? How? What? Why? Okay, I'm gonna cast Toll the Dead on um, B six. Cool. You point at one creature you can see within range, and the sound of uh, a sound of a dolorous bell fills the air around it for a moment. The target must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw or take one d eight necrotic damage. If the target is missing any of its hit points, it instead takes one d twelve necrotic damage. All right. You said you cast this on D B six. Yep. Wisdom saving throw, our boy has failed, or no, has, yeah, obviously failed, four. Yeah. He take six damage. Do you roll a d12? Yep. Okay. He take a six damage. He almost dead, but he not there. He grabs his head. Unable to... Sturdy. They are very sturdy. Unable to think or do anything, he swings with disadvantage his axe uh, in the general Reginaldy direction. And he misses. Um, it is now Reginald's turn. Alright. I'm gonna see if I can just see if I can redo that action. I'm gonna stab at him with my spear. Stab him. It's a, ooh, it's 11 plus 8. That's you, 19, boys. Yeah, you win. Alright. I just, I just want to roll roll the damage anyway. It's uh, it's seven, it's seven damage. You killed him. You take your spear and you uppercut it underneath his jaw and stab the spear in through his head, through his brain, and out the back of his skull, and then rip it out with a brain stuck on the no. <laughs> yeah. Rip it out and blood, and he falls limp to the ground. There is only one berserker left, and he stands there, looking strong but full of fear. Right. That's uh, all I got in this action. All right. This Berserker now, if he's going down, he's going to take one of you with him. And you just killed his buddy. So B1 is moving to attack old Reginald. Bring him. Uh, and he's going to roll a 22. That'll hit. For three damage. 
What? Yeah, they're rolling low with the damage. Um, he smacks you, but barely gets past your shield and barely grazes you. Jericho, it's your turn, brother. Cool. I will slash with my sword. Slash. That's that's wedged up against another dice. That is a 18 to hit. Of course you'll hit. Cool. That is a 5 damage. All right. He's, he's not looking so hot at this point. You slice him pretty good across his chest. Dermon, what will you do? Hang on. Oh, sorry, Jericho. Go ahead. Um, I can, I can make an unarmed strike as a bonus action, right? Same thing with like a light or a finesse weapon. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Can I, while I'm shifted, I can deal a d6 damage with my claws. Can I just drop my crossbow and like stab him with my hand? Yeah, we're over time. Go ahead. Cool. Nope, I missed. What'd you roll? 11. Yeah, you did miss with that one. He's able to he's able to fend off your claws. Oh well. Okay. Dermot? Um, I will cast Toll the Dead upon this man as well. And I just I'm I'm holding the football as one would, so like kinda under the arm, and then just walking forward and pointing at him. <laughs> he rolls a thirteen for wisdom. Oh he save. Okay, he survives the he survives the tolling bells. These guys are sturdy. They are very sturdy. Sturdier than I realized, honestly. But um, I feel like they're getting with those like American gladiator little foam staff sticks. Yeah, currently, yeah. They're not they're 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 I mean this guy's lost all his friends tonight. It's bad news. Uh it is now Reginald's turn. Uh I'm a I'm a I'm a stab at thee. Stab at him? It's a, it's a twenty-seven. Yep, that'll definitely hit. <laughs> Wait, uh, if twenty-seven is a plus eight, and with a plus eight, you rolled a nineteen. Right, right. It was a nineteen plus, but the other one was a fourteen. So I'm just, I'm just gonna do like regular damage on this because I did double damage on the last one. I shouldn't have, and now uh, I realize. I got you. So I'm gonna do some regular damage, which is nine. All right. Well, either way, that's enough. You stab the one guy under his jaw. This time you stab, you go stabbing down through the sternum into the heart. And this, nice. this berserker falls dead on the ground. All of you have murdered and gotten kills and you're out of combat finally. Uh, and everything is done. And you're welcome to chat with each other now. With bodies of fire and heat. And There's a bit hate in my mouth right now. I'm going to go pat Jericho <laughs> on the back and I'm going to heal him up for some stuff. <laughs> I want to I want to pass him some of the um the the cooked uh <laughs> what is it the cook, now cooked deli meats that are in my pack. <laughs> I'm going to shake my head at a uh, Reginald and like point to my engorged cheeks full of crumbling biscuit. And just give my <laughs> thumbs up and nod. You get a D, get your D four for your food healing. I did. I got. I'm definitely shaking my head no right back at you and passing it right back to you. 
Okay. You don't look so hot. You, you don't look so hot. And something, something smells like it's burning. So it's probably you. You probably better need that. He gets 11 points back. Sweet. From me. Yeah, that's my gift to you, Molly. Uh, thank you, Damon. And Reginald, I really don't need this. You're the one that got struck by lightning. Take it. Say, say what now? Uh, uh, you're the one that tripped over that rock wall as you were coming in, not getting struck by lightning and what have you. You, you should just... I, I, seem, I seem like I remember that. Keep, keep your meat stick, please. Uh, okay. I just want to take a big bite of it. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I'm, right. Sitting there, I'm sitting there chewing. Uh, our fathers, we're going to get back to the um, to the town. This strong fella said he was going to go and find a girl. If we're going to do that, we're going to need whatever we can find. I want to search these bodies looking for health potions or weapons of mass construction. Okay. Uh, you find six battle axes, some more charred than others. No, you don't. You find at least five battle axes. The one was vaporized with the lightning strike. Mm. Can I see uh, if I can rummage through and find a good one? Uh, yeah, sure. If you want to take one, oh, um, you yeah, you 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 find a clean battle axe that doesn't hadn't seen much damage. Um, you also find. Let's go ahead and roll and see how many potions these druids had on them. Throughout the, the thing, you roll over several druids, and three of them were carrying one uh, potion of healing. So you have three potions of healing. Sweet. Cool, cool. Uh, and it seems like they were not very materialistic people, except that each of the druids uh, was holding one of the Electrum coins with Strahd's face on it. How's the armor situation looking? Uh, none of them are wearing anything better than what you've got. The Berserkers have hide armor on, and the Druids aren't really wearing any armor to speak of. Okay. Just clothes. Guard it. And so since we're over time, this is how we'll end the, the stream and the episode. Uh, Derman is standing there after doing his healing and everything, holding a giant emerald green glowing football-sized rock. Uh, and you all notice this. And in the background, uh, as you can hear the thunder in the sky and the mist rolls over overhead, you look towards the Gulthias tree uh, and its crooked branches and uh, bark are leaking blood. Uh, as it stands strangely on the hill, framing the scene as we end the episode tonight. So find out what will happen next week on More Dungeon Boys. I pause for three chews to consider this scene. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoy it. Um, you know, who knows how you feel about the show. If you feel a certain way, you can tweet us at Tank Media Games. You can send us an email, tankmediagames at gmail.com. Or you could join our Discord. There's a link to that in the podcast description wherever you're listening to this. Uh, and you can hang out with us there uh, in the Tank Media Games Discord. But 
Until next time, thank you so much for watching or listening, and please remember that we love you very, very much. Bye. Uh, toodles. <laughs> Later. Later.